Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special Apex After Hours live from ALGS Championships, an unofficial ALGS postgame show here in Birmingham. We are live from the hotel, excited to be joined alongside these two gentlemen. For those that don't know you guys, give us quick introductions, man. Tell us about your background. Strafing, start with you. Uh, I'm Strafing Flame. I started competing three years ago, and I've just been... <laughs> playing the game <laughs> and, and dominating this event congrats on top two by the way thank you very solid much. solid showing Voltic Voltich the one and only the <laughs> yes meme sir, lord from yes Twitter sir. himself how you doing brother hello everyone yes I'm Voltic like flame I've been uh, I've been playing the game for three years I'm a former pro player now turned coach um, I'm currently doing college at uh, ODU in Virginia so on top of that I'm uh, coaching blackhand here man's hustling coaching mm -hmm. university full-time and we literally, live from the venue, I'm not even kidding, Eric walked in with 45 seconds left on the timer. So Snipe Down is, uh, and I just think I just saw him getting changed. I, I think I saw him shirtless a second ago. <laughs> so he's getting some food, he's recharging, he's refreshed, and he's going to jump on the show within probably five minutes or so, likely with a bowl of mac and cheese. I think he went to the restaurant <laughs> to place an order. So Snipe Down's going to be joining us as well. It's uh, awesome to be here alongside my co-host, Snipe Down, eventually, momentarily. Uh, talking Apex Legends, and look, for this episode, we wanted to show some love. Uh, we have not had a chance to have an Apex South team. You guys are the first. Congratulations on hey, Apex After you. Hours. Yeah. Well, welcome <laughs> officially, boys. Yep, firm handshakes all around. Um, goal of the show, I think you guys are, are well aware. We're trying to bring as much, uh, as many storylines, as much promotion and publicity to our global Apex Legends community as possible to really help the scene grow, to help our players grow, to help their brands grow. And it's time we put some respect in Apex South's name. First things first, I got to ask you guys, man. Apex South. APAC in general showing up, IBG, Dreamfire, yourselves, all calling through. Yeah. Talk about, and obviously Dark Zero, uh, Moist, I forgot about Moist as well. Yeah, yeah, God, you guys are all showing up. Let's start with that, man, at the highest level. Straight, you start with you, man. Talk about the APAC South region. Uh, do you guys feel like you're, you're underrated and under-respected? I uh, definitely think we're under-respected, but at the same time, it's all about performance, right? The last line was a pretty disappointing performance for APAC South, but I feel like everyone is kind of determined to bring it back. You know, we have five teams called to winner's bracket this time, and I believe a lot of those will make it to finals through winner's bracket. Wait, all five you guys called? Which was no, the no, last team? Sorry, it's five out of seven. Yeah, uh, seven. So okay, yes, that's right. You guys uh, have two extra spots. IBG, Moist, us, and... Tell me I'll come. Dreamfire. Dreamfire. Well, that's oh, it. Oh, Tommy I meant to tell me I'll first, yeah. That's insane, man. Yeah. You guys got the additional two spot, spots, and I love the format. The fact that you guys got rewarded and recognized yeah. for your performance, yeah. you got two additional spots is awesome. Voltic, you're right. like the, the token American supporting mm -hmm. the APAC South team. <laughs> I'd love to hear your take, man. Obviously, you've been living and breathing this region for yes, quite some time. Yes, it's, sir. It's, it's, been, it's been nice getting a new breath of fresh air coming from NA. And, you know, learning about a whole different region, it's a whole different ballgame. And uh, it's been super fun learning each and every other different team and how they play. Um, and you know, just learning from them as well. Like they've been a huge help in helping me learn the region and uh, who's who and how they play and everything. So that 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 region, I feel like they're definitely underrated and underrespected. But you know, when it comes to land, you know, uh, the points matter. And you know, if you come to play that day, then. You know, you'll shine and everyone will see that. Everyone will start respecting you guys. That's a good point. The stats don't lie. The results don't lie. Mm -hmm. And historically speaking, Apex South has always shown up online. Like you said, last land was a little disappointing for your guys. Yeah. I think the, mm -hmm. the, the bar you've set for yourself, which is so darn high. Uh, but overall, you all performed. Uh, last question on the region. Then we have to jump into all types of topics for the day. We're going to give you guys a preview of what's to come. Um, Break down the region. Everyone thinks of Apex South. They think of Australia, right? You know, the Dark Zero <laughs> boys uh, with the Aussie flag winning back-to-back -back events with Reignite and Dark Zero. They think of Moist. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not just Australia. Break down the rest yeah. of the region for me. And obviously your team, is it? Is it yeah. all, are you guys all Indonesian descent? No. Two-thirds, uh, two right? Two awesome. Break down the rest of the region for me. 
Uh, so and, and really, the Indonesian scene in general is it is it pretty popular? Would you say in, in, in the region outside of Australia? Uh, so in Indonesia, like Apex isn't very popular. I just want to clarify: what do you mean by breaking down each of? Yeah, so like what, what other countries outside of Australia are, are well represented and really uh, okay. shown up? All right. So uh, for the very ignorant people that aren't aware, like, I think a lot of people <laughs> think that it's just Australia. Yeah. Uh, so generally, about two three years ago, the Thai scene, the Thailand scene, was like very very big. A lot of the competitors were coming from. Uh, Thailand. Um, it was the old rosters myth, or made in Thailand. Yeah, or yeah. Like top uh, of top of the other. Yeah, really there was a lot of good teams were from Thailand. Uh, nowadays, a lot of those teams have retired. Uh, you still have a lot of really good teams, like coming from Thailand, but generally, a lot of the uh, older teams aren't really playing the game anymore. Now there's a been there's a resurgence of uh, like Mandarin teams. I think. Maybe around the first year of competing, there was a lot of like Mandarin-speaking teams like Hong Kong, Taiwan, China, uh, a lot of teams from there. But I think they like died out for a bit. I'm not really sure why, but they are back in full force now. A lot of our lobbies in Apex South, especially, are just like Mandarin-speaking teams, and they're they're all really really good. It is incredible how good they are. Like mechanically, they give any of the top teams like a run for their money. Of wow. course, there's a lot that they're lacking, like especially just just because of experience, right? And like they're not. They don't hold themselves to a higher standard, but they are like insane. Wow. They, they have a lot of potential. Uh, of course, the Indonesian teams can't forget. Represent, by the way. <laughs> yes. Real quick. Representing. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, like Dewa, they call for land quite a bit, but they don't like, they never get their visas. You know, it's very Fast unfortunate. Season. It's like, uh, yeah, I, just, I just don't really know what to say about that because when you're not when you call for land you don't make it it takes a toll on your like your dedication you know it's yeah. like you've done all this work you make it to land and then you don't make it to land yeah right? you're spending the whole two months just like wondering if you're gonna get into land and you just end up not playing and it's it's a very crushing feeling for sure heartbreaking yeah heart goes out to Dewa. and pardon the ignorance Dewa qualified for, was it the last land that they qualified for so, yeah it was, it, it was just the last it was the last land right before this remember yep exactly it makes sense and obviously they're able to compete in previous lands but i think with like one third of the roster and substitutes they also had issues at champs last year if i remember correctly and um, yeah, uh, I don't believe Indonesians have had that problem, but uh, someone from Thailand. From Thailand, who yeah. was, yeah, makes mm -hmm. makes total sense. So really interesting. That's actually an awesome breakdown, and specifically on you know the Mandarin speaking teams, like you said, uh, Apex in China, I've heard is actually massive, massive right? Massive. Uh, so interesting. Share some shed some light on that. Uh, well, I, I don't really know. They're say. all just mechanically gifted. They're all ranked grinders, or, or yeah, do they, yeah, do they play but, competitively as well. No, most of them have only started competitively, like playing competitively competitively recently but they they all play ranked like all the time and the, those servers are like you know they're infested with cheaters <laughs> so you have That's these tough. like legitimate players who just grind yeah. every single day they play eight hours a day and they have to compete with cheaters so they aim like crazy oh like, interesting so it's yeah. almost like a, a buff that they get a yeah, resistance on a baseball bat to swing <laughs> exactly so that when you have to compete with people who don't miss you have to Almost not miss yeah. yourself, you know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, these players are, are very scary to find. There's been you know, a bunch of cheating accusations coming at these like mm -hmm. challenger circuit Mandarin speaking teams. And it's, I, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't really keep up with the scene too much. I don't think they cheat. I think they're mm -hmm. just like very, very mechanically gifted. You know, as you know, the current world record for the ALGS uh, like kill record in one game is held by X and Y for 32 kills, I believe. Then they did that in LCQ, and that's just because like 
you know, they're very, very, very mechanically gifted. Over it's, half the lobby. That's yeah. insane yeah. in an it's ALGS insane. LCQ. It's an absolutely insane And that's game a that's Chinese team as well? Yeah. Or Mandarin men, yeah. speaking English, you're not sure which one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. If they, if they're <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwan or, yeah, exactly. Hong Kong, yeah, yep. but Mandarin speaking team, Gosh. absolutely insane. Wow, that's crazy. It's mechanically very scary. So it's a safe statement to say, you know, moving forward, if they keep that fire, um, you're, we're going to see a lot more Mandarin-speaking countries, yeah, Ch- no, Chinese teams so, yeah. in the LGS. I think uh, year four Pro League is going to see probably like and almost half the teams being Mandarin-speaking, I feel. Because there, there's just a lot of like Hot Apex. Out. In Apex South, I feel like the biggest uh, sort of audience for Apex is those Mandarin speaking teams. Like wow. it is massive over there. Insane. You know? And Roy, people don't realize Roy is one of the most popular streamers in the yep. world, yep. right? Yeah, He's absolutely. competing at a high level. 3MZ, I believe it's still the case, the current kill yeah. leader of the competition yep. here at Champs, um, coming from the Dreamfire squad. Yeah, actually uh, insane. Voltic, anything else on the uh, Apex South region from what you've learned and mm, coached? The one thing I've learned too, uh, on top of popularity, Especially from him, uh, he's the. I've learned that MDY White is also very massive as well. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Huge. That's what it, it was. Uh, it was really cool. Last uh, London event, seeing how many um, fans showed up to support the Chinese team. Yeah, the MDY White fans were by yeah. far the largest fan contingent in the group. Yeah. That says a lot with TSM fans being there. Um, so it's really really cool to see the trajectory and growth. It sounds like stocks way up for APAC yeah. South. Yeah, you guys will continue yeah. getting. And, and the one thing I love about the the Dreamfire and the MDY White fans is. They support all the all the Apex South yeah. teams. Wow! They show up to all of them. Like last land, it was us, Moist. We we were the only two Apex South teams. Yeah. yeah? The whole crowd just cheering us on, and it, it, it's amazing. Just showing love to the whole region. Yeah, that's really really cool. Um, well, very interesting. It's good doing a little little bit of a deep dive there into the Apex South region. I think it's well deserved. Uh, something we have not highlighted in our show as often as I'd like. We brought uh, Europeans on, Nasky and Hockey. So obviously, a lot of Americans throughout. Uh, most of that's because of time zone and how far away y'all are. <laughs> but uh, we'll have to bring you guys on again. This has been this has been really cool. Let's jump in to the breakdown of today's competition. Like I mentioned, Eric, aka Snipedown's ordering food right now. He'll be here in a sec. I'm really really interested to get his take. Uh, but we got to show the overall standings. Fresh off the press, everybody. Group stage is now complete. Let's take a look at our top 20 teams, starting with the top 10 that will qualify. DZ, speaking of APAC South, they still, I still consider them an APAC South team. <laughs> <laughs> the two Aussies we definitely do as well. I love it. I love it. Uh, they just inched you out. You guys got second place though overall alongside yes. Xset, Optic. I mean, I'd love to get your take. How does it feel to be in this top two right now in, in, a, in a championship tournament with such heavy hitters? I mean, obviously, it feels pretty unreal. Uh, we came out, like, as the underdogs. You know, we knew we were going to do well, but we never really expected to do this well. But at the same time, it's also a bit of a, uh, a, a mid-ish feeling mm. because we know this is, like, this is only the beginning. Okay. The group stages outside of getting the into the top 20 doesn't really matter okay. you could you could drop 300 points you could have played perfectly it, it doesn't matter you you gain no advantage coming first and coming 20th like you still have to perform in winner's bracket you still have to make it into finals and you have to get them like starting points job's not finished i yeah, love the mentality um, voltic how you get the team prepared and, and um, well we learned a lot from last land and um, you guys had a similar story last land, right? You guys did well in groups last land. Yeah, yeah, IBG? we made finals. We made finals. We made finals. Okay, yeah, yeah. groups didn't do as well. No, okay, no, it, was, it was IBG, I think. Yep. We no. came, we came from losers we, and just blackhand. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah, we came up from losers and made it all the way up in the finals. You know, like from nothing to something. But um, yeah, um, from last land, we learned a lot, and I think the the biggest thing that I'm most happy about is 
you know, we put in the work and the results showed that. And we did our homework and it's nice to see that all of our homework, you know, it worked out, you know, we got the results that we wanted. And obviously, you know, this is just groups, you know, job's not finished, but I think going into finals, we'll, uh, We'll take it on. I love it. Yeah, and I'm excited to learn a little more about what exactly, uh, what type of work y'all put in and what the preparation was like. We'll jump into that. But I want to show the second page, if we do have them, of those standings. Um, 20th place, like you said, no difference between 20th and first. And what's going to be cool when we get it sniped down here uh, in just a, in a few minutes, you get to tell two <laughs> oh. tales. You guys got second place. They barely inch in in 20th <laughs> place with 103, tied with Tom Young Kung. Like you, like you mentioned, Tom Young Kung, the fifth of the seven teams to qualify to the winner's bracket, which is insane. Um, but this is what it looked like. Really interesting showing teams like NRG, Alliance, typically top five, top seven teams, even FaZe, you got top five at the last yeah. land, barely sneaking in. But uh, do you think that's any cause for concern? Volta, I want to get your take on that first. Do you think that's cause for concern for them if, if they didn't show up in group stages? Mm, nah, I think they'll learn like what they need to work on and see you know what they messed up on and improve. And uh, when it comes down to winners, I think they'll... I think they'll They'll swing it around. They'll show up. Yeah. It's interesting because it was the similar story in London, right? Like they kind of inched their way in round by round. They did just enough to qualify. And then they turned up in the championship <laughs> yeah. final lobby and got top five. Which is all that matters because that's when the prize pool is awarded, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously I, I kind of, I would say I predicted it, but thinking through it, like Snipedown's been doing this for 18 years now. He's been competing 17 <laughs> years. Uh, he knows what it's like to show up on a championship Sunday. So I had full confidence that that would happen. Yeah. We'll see if they can have the same success here. Um, that's for sure. Anything else you saw on that on that page? Uh, obviously, you know Tom Young Kung pretty well. Mm. Uh, were you surprised to see them, them in the top 20 with all these teams? No, not not at all. I'm actually surprised they didn't do as well as I thought they should. You thought they'd get even yeah. top 10 or top 5? Yeah, because... Uh, Break down their roster for me. Like Talking about what makes them so great. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to get into yeah. that. They have Wei and Panayi, which I would say is the like easily the third best and fourth best roller players in our region wow. outside of uh, Waldzi and Fossey, which are in Moist. And uh, Killapaws has just like always really done well at LAN. Like, and going into that with those like two teammates, I, I really thought they'd like, really give a really good showing. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Any, any like language barriers in that team with Killapaws uh, uh, coming in? Yeah, I believe, I believe there is. Killapaws does speak like, re, like pretty good English, but obviously it's like as someone who's competing with, um, you know, I, me and Easy Flash, we, are, we can both speak Indonesian, mm -hmm. but unfortunately Player K can't, so we do speak in English. Uh, and like there is a bit of a language barrier with uh, Easy Flash and us and like it, it is Do you ever translate does. mid mid game? Oh, oh yeah. All the time? <laughs> not not that, all the time, but, but like, like uh, especially in the key important moments too. Like I remember uh, one thing that I brought up to you too is like in certain yeah. moments it's better like if you need to work with Flash, it's better to just talk in Indo and yeah. get the point across than in English where you might not understand it. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, that's the overall standings. That's who makes it the top 20. Every team obviously you didn't see on that list, uh, not sneaking through. Um, who's the biggest surprise of the teams that did not qualify from your perspective? I don't know, I don't know if uh, uh, our producers, if we have the 21st through 40th graphic. If not, it's okay. I want to throw you on the spot. Sounds like we don't. But who on that list is the surprise that did not make it through? I'm not quite sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, Jalen's 100 Thieves barely inching out. KCP, Ooh, Fnatic, yeah. Northception. Really a lot of APEC North teams. I'd say I'm most surprised with uh, KCP and uh, Go Next as well. I think Go KCP, Go Next, Onyx, and maybe Pulverex as well. Fnatic as well, honestly. I feel like a lot of these teams really should be calling. Aurora, Complexity. Like, all of these teams are teams that have done really well. Uh, especially FC. They made it into finals, but they, they've really struggled this time. 
Uh, Go Next have been, you know, they've been playing incredible since last land, and they've been playing incredible in scrims. I thought they would really qual easily, but I think mm. the contest for Antenna probably has to do yeah. a lot to do with what why they're doing really bad. I'm not quite sure what's happening with uh, Fnatic. Onik is a... I, I don't know what to say about Onik, really. Mm. Uh, I believe in one of the groups, they got ratted on two times. Jeez. Yeah, so that is like... You know your mentals the vibes over once you get you get ratted on once it's like it feels terrible You yeah. get ratted on twice. I feel like your groups kind of over. Shambles. It's very hard to yeah. bounce back from that especially uh, Knowing Onik like better personally, they don't really have anyone who's like keeping the vibes up So it's yeah. like if they get ratted on once I think it's like kind of over they get ratted on twice. It's like that's it even that. more over. That whole series is yeah. kind of a wash. Especially, it's just like the, in knowing in the back of your head, you're going to get into a really good spot in zone. You're going to get like a 10 point, even 20 point game, right? But then you get ratted on and it becomes a donut. And it's like, you know, that, it's very hard to work with that. Yeah. Very hard to. Uh, I think with KCP, that's an even bigger surprise. I'm not really sure what happened with KCP because, you know, Nasky is like a very, very good IGL. And King of vibes. Yeah, absolutely. And he's like, only gone better as a player like i watched some of his uh, streams and I, i'm like very surprised with how good he is mechanically now it's like he's definitely among the best at least when it comes to long range and then you have zane who's like you know, zane like one of the best controller players in the world easily serdal one of the best support players in the world so it's like very surprising to me that they're finding it difficult to walk the winner's bracket because I, I would assume they'd be at the top 10. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Voltic, you mentioned you guys were here last event. Uh, first off, any other comments on teams that are not here? Second, as a, a coach for one of these teams, what do you what are you typically telling those guys? Yeah, so KCP, I was actually very surprised they didn't make it into winners because um, they usually perform really well. But I was really sad and surprised to see Jalings and 100 Thieves not make it. Yeah, but then tragic. But then they are both also contested on some of the groups, so sure. that really does you know mess up uh, some scoring there. Um, but yeah, no, 100 Thieves, I don't know, their, their comp, I, I, from where they're playing from, it just, I don't know. I, I feel like if they switched it, they could have easily, easily made it into winners, in my opinion. But overall, the only teams for me that surprised me was KCP, I guess Fnatic as well. And, I mean, Jaylings and 100 Thieves, they were right on the cusp. But I think if they weren't contested, I think they would have easily made it in. Um... But yeah, overall, I would just say those teams. Most surprising. Yeah. yeah. And of course, I think the, the general theme back north, Gambaria, Tucson in 38th place, um, which is shocking. That is very, <laughs> yeah. very shocking. I'd miss that. Yeah, yeah that. that's probably one of the biggest shockers. I mean, look, it's one thing to be in the spot of J-Ling's 100 Thieves not calling by mm. five mm. to six to seven points. Uh, it's another to be Gambaria, Tucson, a top team considered by many to get 38th place overall with 47 points, um, that is... which is a shocker. I'm sure Imperial Howe was very happy to see Kitty score <laughs> in dead last 40th place with 42 E36 points. E36 are down there as and well. And E36 and 39th yeah, as well. That was surprising. Oh Look at this guy. This guy's got an oh actual <laughs> feast oh in front of him. It's a whole course meal. On the, on, the, on, the, on the food real quick, I gotta get, get the flower plant out here. The kitchen had six minutes before it was on. <laughs> that was stressing so hard, and the guys were just ignoring me. I was like, dude, I'm gonna scream at someone. But you're, cl you're clutching in every possible way. Every right single now. way. Last, last, mission, last game, last ball. couple minutes. <laughs> That's great. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, snipe down to the show. My co host. 
Good to have you here, man. I know it's been a hell of a day for oh, you. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Thank you. He's going to be enjoying some Fist food here. Fist bumps all around. Fist bumps all He's going to be enjoying some food here, which is well-deserved. Uh, Eric, before you take that first bite yeah. and enjoy. I'm just smelling it right now. That's exactly <laughs> right. This is torture. Um, I got to get your take, man. You guys clutch up last game, secure a top three finish in that last series, and make it in 20th place over 100 of these in J-Leagues. What happened today? I, I mean, we're the first set of games was like the most abysmal that we've played since the last event. But actually, we're just not a morning team at all. We have, like, we tried to play 9 a.m. scrims a couple times. We tried them twice. And both times, it was, like, the worst, most meaningless set of scrims. Scrims are always pretty bad. Yeah. But we Even tried playing in the morning. morning and it was, like, was a I, I think I threw, like, five of six games the first 9 a.m. scrims because I woke up at 8.57. And no I, like, shot. Dude, I, I had been, my schedule was terrible. We were, like, yeah, we'll try morning scrims. Woke up at 8.57. Literally hopped on right away. Brain, I wasn't awake. And it was just... Like we're just not a morning team. Like me and Frex made multiple mistakes in the in the 9 a.m. or in the matches this morning, and it just kind of like I mean 11 points, man. That's like as bad as it gets. Like six games, like I, I we're averaging two less than two points a game. Yeah, it's horrible. If we could show if we could show the graphic again, uh, BMC had the top the bottom bottom uh, 11 to 20 graphic that showed your stat. By the way, shout out to our production team. We've leveled up our production in, an insane amount here for after hours. We have the two cameras set up. Eric catching up. We got two producers in the room. We have a producer at home. BMIC who's calling all the shots. But take a look here. Uh, I'm just gonna. Sorry, not not the phase roast. Looking at your guys' stats. Your KD, a, a kill heavy, slaying heavy team. 0.8 compared to you know teams like NRG with 1.24 overall KD. Um, you know damage kills. 41 kills. Lowest amount of kills except for Ascend with 38. Who's definitely a, an early rotate team. You weren't joking. Uh, uh, you know, your, your kills, your ability to slay was a little abysmal this event so far. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that in the first set of games where we dropped 41 points. We dropped 41 points with 13 kills. We placed top five every single game besides one. So, like, we know how to play. We know how to get to zone. We know how to play zone. But we, it feels like we don't want to spread out. Like, we're scared to spread out too much when yeah. other teams are fighting. And like we could be getting, like multiple teams are fighting around us. Like so, someone or multiple people could be going out to try and pick off the teams on edge. And we let teams fight and then reset and then we're holding them out. And it's like, they could evac. There's so many different mm. ways to get past people now where in the past you could just hold teams out from entering. And See, the better, better players, there's, there's smokes, there's ults, there's so many different ways. So like you, you need to clear out your edges. Yeah, and, and we're, we're not that is taking advantage want, of that. Yeah. And we did, that final game was the best game. I mean, the game two, I think it was on Storm Point, should have been a 27-point win for us. Oh, was like, that the Launchpad game? That was the game that ended Barometer. For all the, the one outside, we, we made insane plays. Like, our comms was the best that we, we had done. And then we ended up third-partying the teams at that island. At that island, there were two teams fighting there. Oh, and we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. took I the island, that. and then we, uh -huh. we got everyone. I, I had, like, one of us got knocked. I res him, and then Phony didn't think, because we came from the bridge that's yeah, right next to the island, so we didn't, we didn't the think bridge. that there was any yeah. bridge. And so Phony... Because comms were so hectic and he's getting all hyped up and riled up, he is popping a medkit. He had a red armor swap and it was like 15 HP. Wow. And he, he's popping a medkit and jumps into the open because he thinks no Ooh. one's bridged. DZ melts him and then pushes us and we die in eighth with six kills. And DZ wins the game with like seven more kills. I was like, yeah. so we went from a 27 point win to an eighth with six kills. Oh and it was like, that was, I mean, Phony will attest to this. That that's the biggest throw that he's had wow. in my entire time teaming with him online or land. Wow! Like it, I mean, he'll like it was it was bad. He, he, and he, he bounced back. He tweeted seven hours ago, basically saying that he's like, I'm done. I'm done playing like a, like a pansy. I'm done playing scared. Um, what, he's been self-critical, which is great. What, what do you think? It's uh, obviously when your IGL is playing a little bit scared. That's a that's a scary place to be. Do you think he's learned from group stages? Then? Do you think overall it's a good thing that you guys maybe didn't show up as good as, as a wake-up call? I think that last game was a huge wake-up call for how we need to play. Nice. Um, 
we, we said at the start, we were like, we need probably a, a win with five kills or somewhere around like the 16 to 20 point range for us to qualify. Um, and we were like, we, I, I said before the game, I was like, we need to look around the map for picks. Like teams are going to yeah. be inting each other, trying to be desperate for KP because they all want to qualify. I was, I was like, we, we, it was almost back to back exact same zones. And so we learned from the previous one, how we can play. Um, and we took the tracks, like the train carts down low between Overlook and Epi. And there were teams just fighting all around us. And we were like, usually when you're in those carts, you get zero kills, but you get near end game. Like yeah. we were going like this back and forth to the bridge, <laughs> back up to Overlook, getting like multiple picks. We probably had six kills before we moved up. And then we ended up queuing up. Uh, I bangled to hide and then ended up being us oxygen alliance in the top three. We all qualified from that last game. <laughs> like it was, it was insane because like, if you told me that us oxygen and, and alliance were Maybe like, not probably not going to qualify yeah. going into that last game, it, it's like, you, 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 a story beginning. Yeah. That's crazy. I just yeah. saw you had a couple comments there in terms of like clearing teams and he thought, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. That's something we've been like struggling with as well. We realized like at some point that we can't play You can't play aggressive, you know, you can't play. Uh, without playing, taking any risks, and I think I think that's something Phony's really good at is minimizing the risk. It's yes. just the problem is when you play like these wishy-washy scrims, when there's four squads at zone four, there's always a play to play perfectly where you take zero risk and your like your play is perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. But when you're coming into ALGS games and there's like twelve squads in zone four, like yeah. eight squads in zone five, as much as you hate like not taking uh, taking risk. You can't play the game without taking risks, yeah. and you just you have to you have to be able to manage those risks and and know what fights to take, know what space you can hold, and sometimes you just have to take a bad fight to clear your edge. You just have to do it because otherwise, what's going to happen is you are you'll end up stuck in a good position that becomes a bad position because there's two teams behind you, there's two teams to your side, there's a team like uh, just in front of you ready to push you. It's like you can't play the game when you don't have space and you need to like to hold space sometimes you just need to take risks you know mm -hmm. you, your fights are gonna have to be bad especially but, if your back's to zone yeah. if your yeah. back's to zone you need to like spread out and make sure that no one can run in on you like that yeah what you're talking about that's a good point and uh to give him some time to eat um you know we mentioned the dichotomy here 20th place second place top of the leaderboards just sneaking in uh what worked you sharing kind of what did not work well for them what do you think worked so well for y'all uh you know today and yesterday uh, I think we've just been, I'm, I'm not really sure. I think we've just been rotating the zone really well. Uh, but at the same time, we've realized today specifically that we're not holding enough space in zone. Mm -hmm. uh, like on our first and second sets, we should have done, we should have performed exactly how we did on this last set, like 73 points. We maybe should have even done more because we got the end game, like into end zone pretty much. Well, I wouldn't say we got into the end zone, but we got to where the zone ended pretty much the same amount of times. The problem is we didn't play those games as well as we should have, and we ended up like getting six, seven, eight points on a game that should have been like 20 plus points, you know, just mm. because we're not like really holding enough space, like yeah, really like aggressing on teams when we need to be, because it's like, it is always a risk, right? When you like triple send into a team, you you always take a risk going, getting wrapped in the back. And that, that risk you can like minimize to a non-existent degree in scrims, 
not something you can do in ALGS games. You just yeah. have to take that risk. Interesting. Well, I like the, criti- uh, the fact that you're being critical, despite you guys look pretty darn good today. Uh, but still finding things you could do better, which is the right mentality. Uh, we got some good tweets from people. But let's, let's save the tweet to the end of the show. Uh, this tweet in particular is from Hodge. A lot of love for Hodge from the UK. Uh, one of my favorite people in the Apex community uh, with regards to predictions for, for the entire tournament. We'll get to that at the end of the show. I'm actually really curious to start that discussion. But let's breeze through some of these graphics in our run of show that we have for y'all. These are basically updates from today's game. For those that missed the action at home, let's uh, kick things off with our last series that we just saw to, to, to wrap up. I'd love to get some, some, some thoughts from Snipe down here. He shared uh, the miraculous finish from Alliance, Oxygen, and Phase. Oxygen, in particular, goes back-to-back wins in yeah. Game 5 and 6 to clutch up. They came into this tournament as a favorite, and we're looking a little bit shaky there. Uh, talked about their performance there in Game 5 and 6 and, and that team as a whole. I mean, I consider us pretty similar to Oxygen. Um, in terms of play style? Like, just in terms of town, like where we're at, yep. like where our teams are at, they got what fourth or third, third last event. Yeah, yeah. We yep. should have been pretty yeah, close to them in points. We were pretty close to them in points. We're, we're always pretty similar. They're a much more aggro team in general. Like they're yeah. they're gonna go take fights and do more like that. But in terms of like, if you were to place teams on a tier list, I think them and us would be really close to each other yeah. on mm-hmm. that list. Um, so and we're we're close with that team. Like we we joke around with that team. We see them like. We're all really close to them. So seeing them qualify and us all qualify and then go back to back, like it's a good feeling seeing the teams that you know are the top teams in the finals lobby as it should be. Yeah. Um, Because if we didn't qualify, like let's say us, Oxygen Alliance, which we're all right on the border of not qualifying, like all of those teams in loser's bracket is is crazy. I can't imagine the gauntlet that that would have become. Yeah. And it's just kind of a breath of fresh air uh, to to not like have it. We have a day off. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm drinking a beer, eating food. Like this was a stressful day. So I can imagine. That's awesome. Let's take a look at the leaderboard from the last series. Again, for those that missed the action and are just catching up, maybe you're getting off of work this Thursday afternoon in the States. Oxygen takes home first with a tie alongside Optic Gaming. They win the tiebreaker with a miraculous, remarkable Game 5 and 6 performance. Optic right behind them. Dark Zero in third. Sentinels in uh, in fifth. Phase in fourth. Um, So it's all NA teams. Top five teams, all NA. And then you see some other regions start to show up as well. Voltic, from this top five, top ten, I'd love to get your thoughts on Sentinel. Did Sentinels qualify through? Yes. I yeah, they, they did, did, right? They did. Yeah, yes. they did. Yeah, massive. They ended up getting eighth place um, by, yeah. by a, 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 comfortably in. a I solid think Pulverex and Dis- Disguise and Realize all did not qualify. All did not. Yeah. Apex North in general, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. They were there too. Like, Pulverex won the first game with, I think, 19 points. They had 32, I think, going into World's Edge. So they had, like, so they, they dropped back to back to back games with minimal points. So that's yeah. got to be a tough one to swallow. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting about this page um, Dark Zero, 19.8K total damage as a team. Uh, 31 kills, ridiculous performance from them. Obviously, the insane amount of talent. That's what you're used to seeing from them. But yeah. I mean, compared to Optic and Oxygen, look at the damage differential. That is a Dark Zero type performance. That Phase, is. what's really interesting, Eric, Phase, 24 kills. Uh, so quite a few below the everyone else. You guys are playing fairly placement focused, and you guys are getting a lot of your points from placement, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, we're getting tons of our points from placement right now. I mean, that last game was the most kills we've had in any game. We dropped second place with nine or 10 kills. So we dropped, I mean, Frex farmed that last game. It, it was, the game before that, we left a lot of points on the table. Uh, we've had some pretty, like we had some ults that could have been better. The catwall could have been better. My bang ult could have been in a different spot. And we only, we got fourth with zero kills. I mean, that, that's us. Like we, we get good placements with not that much KP. I think there was a game last land where we had second place with zero kills. And it was like, we just, we make good routes. But I think going into finals, just like we did last finals, I don't know what it is in group stages or, or, or 
what, but now that we have that weight lifted off our shoulder of making finals, it's like, all right, now we can play our game the right way. Like we saw how yeah. we did that last game and it's like, that's how we need to bring the energy. The energy we had today was phenomenal. If we continue that, I can't see us not getting top 10. Yeah, yeah sorry. When you say time. second place, was that the uh, launch site game? Yeah. 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 I remember watching that game. You guys were like three men looting the low ball mm-hmm. when there were kills outside your building. Yeah. And I, I feel like that was part of the reason I, I used to run Lobo. Part of the reason I dropped it was because instead of like being able to three man look up for kills, we're three men looting the low ball as people are fighting around yeah. us. It's kind of so like then, crypto too. Is yeah. it, it, In a uh, sense, well, it depends how they play it. Continue. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. Cuts yeah. You off. So, uh, well, with Lobo, it's like instead of three men looking out and getting kills, looking for opportunities to wrap, you're three men looting the low ball. So you just lose out on so many kill opportunities, yeah. so many third party opportunities. And it's like, yeah, you end up with fucking. Uh, Second place games with zero kills. Yeah. Like, that happened to us a lot. Especially three controller like, players, you're just sitting there <laughs> struggling. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me wonder, has there ever been a successful LOBA team like in ALGS? NRG? That, I was going to say, NRG, NRG played LOBA, but they, yeah. their placements were much better without LOBA. Like, were they? At, on land, their best placements have been with... Rec- like, Sweet played Bang, yeah, and they, was on they got second. He was, like, he was farming. Like, when... I think when Sweet's on an aggro character that he's like genuinely looking for plays yeah. and he's the one doing it because Guild is a phenomenal backup. Like having him as a gunner behind you is great. And then Nathan's also a great player. Like it just it just suits your play. So I think teams that have the individual talent playing Loba is like doing their own team a disservice. That's good. Yeah, that's a good point. And I was actually going to say Liquid, but um, now like I said, obviously, but I'm pretty sure Liquid, the event that they ran Loba on Stormpoint, you know, they drop Cascade mm-hmm. Falls, they yeah. Loba ult fast, get loot, early rotate, Loba ult, and basically rely on Loba yeah. ult to get loot for late game. But I think the event that they were running Loba, they ended up not doing well. That yeah, was uh, yeah. champ last year. 11th place. The, yeah, yeah, it's 11th or 16th like, or 14th or something like that. Yeah, no, I believe it was, it was 11th, 11th specifically. Yeah. At champs last year, was it? Uh huh. Okay, yeah, yeah you're right. It was with Guild, and you know, they're a very good team. They've come like fourth back to back already, and I yeah. think that's like usually what they place. Uh, 11th is like. It's shocking for them, yeah. and that's and they have obviously not been on Loba yeah. since then, and they've been yeah. getting top four finishes now. So that's a, that, yeah, that's a good point. I think you're right. It's hard to and, and I think energy would be the obvious one to say, but it's hard to find a, a team yeah. that's been playing well with with Loba performs consistently. Um, one big storyline I want to talk about before we jump into our other groups. Um, you know, it's the, the the corny tagline, the effect effect. Well, what a dramatic storyline for this event. Uh, Mandy flies out on a whim, yeah. subs in for Alliance again, performs in, in my eyes, plays really really well, just like he did when he played Alliance the first event, uh, and then Effect arrives. So you trust solves the visa issue, <laughs> arrives and is able to make an entrance into the scene. We actually have a pretty insane graphic. I'm not sure if it's ready or head to head graphic between Effect and Mandy just showcasing their impact for their team. Let's take a look. And no, no Mandy was not playing Pathfinder, but we just had to include Pathfinder's <laughs> Mandy's character here. I wish he did. Yeah, <laughs> you and I both. I love watching him up Too funny, man. Is there a chance I could turn this a little bit? Yeah, it's really good. Let's get make sure you can see as well. Yeah. yeah, so take a look here. It's interesting. Um, obviously, more games mm-hmm. for Effect. So, yeah. you know, kills is going to be way, way different. But KD is the one thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Mandy's showing up. You know, Effect is known to be the best <laughs> controller player in the world. I think many, yeah. many people think that. I think it's, some, some people say you can't argue it. And Mandy's still performing with a 1.4 kill death ratio, mm. um, a, a, an insane amount of damage for just his six games. Uh, talk about talk to me about Mandy Voltek. Obviously, been watching him, playing against him for a while, and the uh, effect that he has on this team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Mandy. He's hilarious. <laughs> Actually, when we were warming up in the in the backstage of the arena, they were literally right behind us. And um, the funny thing about our POI Stormcatcher, we take Lightning Rod's car. <laughs> Hackies hates it. <laughs> they were literally like three men landing on him, trying Weird. to grieve him, trying to do whatever they can. 
and just like hearing Mandy and like hearing his reactions when because this we did this during LAN as well. Like we stole the car almost every game from them. <laughs> so going back and watching the vods, it's just it's just hilarious. I love Mandy; he's such a good character. That's too funny. Anything you'd add to that? Yeah, I know we're, we're just like car thieves. Yeah, <laughs> car thieves. Rocking like you're playing GTA, just pulling up and taking the car. That that is hilarious. Yeah, but it's a really interesting uh, graphic and breakdown. Shout out to Mandy. I was showing their input as well. Effect on controller, Mandy on, on keyboard and mouse. A lot of people say keyboard and mouse kind of gets buffed a little bit on LAN. Um, do you disagree with that? Hard disagree. I feel like uh, keyboard and mouse specifically struggles very much on LAN. Mm. Like uh, pressure wise, you get affected ten times more on mouse yeah. and keyboard than you do on controller because like it's it's all about like thigh mu like muscle control, right? And when you're under pressure, I know last LAN in finals I couldn't feel my hands <laughs> like. I was shaking. I was injured. So literally, yes. like anatomically, you're, yeah, I, I couldn't feel my hands. That's it's, it's bad. So yeah. I think this line, I've come, uh, I've come with the mindset yeah. to reduce the importance of the tournament. So I don't, I yeah, that's it's kind of why I kind of feel mid-ish because mm. like I don't let the highs get to me. I don't let the lows get to me. I don't, I I'm kind of refusing to care almost. Mm, yeah. So that. I can feel my hands in finals. So <laughs> I love the mentality. Michael Gervais is a sports psychologist. He works with the Seahawks and Olympic athletes. And uh, he always talks about that. You don't want people think you want to be at a 10 out of 10 in hype and energy. You mm. want to be at like a 6, 7. You want to be like <laughs> chill, calm, and control. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Good to get yeah. your take on that. Um, well, that yeah, that's, that's the breakdown of Effect versus Mandy. Obviously, uh, much love to Mandy. We know he's watch partying at home. He actually flew back home to continue his watch parties and put on a show for everybody. Uh, amazing to see him come in. Obviously, he made his announcement that he's going to be returning to competitive Apex. Yeah, yeah. He'll be competing in year four. And then... Yeah. Took yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take action that. Okay, so you took it back. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe you got the itch again this event. TBD. We'll find out. Let's take a look at our next group stage and the breakdown from our match earlier in the day. Um, obviously, our, our last matchup, we talked about oxygen clutching up with back-to-back -back wins. We'll get our leaderboards from our second group series, highlight that, and kind of just roll through this last group before we move on to really predictions for the greater tournament. And uh, we'll, we'll highlight the lower bracket final and what's to come tomorrow, and then we'll talk about predictions for the end of the event, and we'll wrap up the show for the day. Hope you guys are enjoying the action at home. But as we get that, uh, that series uh, pulled up here, uh, obviously teams like NRG, LG, these guys did not play in it. Thoughts on their performance? Let's start with NRG. Uh, I don't think it was the monstrous performance that we're sometimes used to seeing from them. How do you think they're playing so far? Uh, I'm, <clears throat> clearly, I mean, for energy standards, they're not playing up to par. I mean, they dropped like 28 points or something like that yeah. in the final set, which barely made them qualify. So I'm sure they were stressed a little bit. I think they had a good final game because they were struggling. They had like 12 points after game four. Um, so, But I mean, like... No one's no one's ever gonna count sweet out. No. Like, I mean, there's certain teams that you just you just know are gonna clutch up. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like uh, you, you got all these all these top teams. I'm just happy to see who's in the finals right now because yeah. I do yeah. think that the best teams made it with like maybe one or two exceptions. But at the end of the day, it's like it's on you. To, you you have three sets of six games, and yeah. now we also we're also changing the format so you yep. have eight games yep. to yep. go from the losers bracket up. So like. We should end this tournament with the best teams in Apex Legends to close out the year, which is, yeah. that's what you want. It's awesome. For sure. Yeah, that is awesome. I, and uh, that's one thing that's amazing about Apex compared to other Battle Royales. Hands down, the most consistent VR of any VR out there. Um, the most, the best from an esports integrity perspective as well. That's a, a great discussion to be having. Let's take a look at our leaderboard from our next series to keep you all up to speed. Again, if you missed the action from our group 
A versus C leaderboard. Guess who's on top? The boys. <laughs> Dominant, Dave. 73 points. That might be a record for the day or up there. To no. The uh, second highest. DF second was highest. highest the DF was highest. highest. Yes. APAC South showing up big time. First place. Riddle Order right behind. Moist right behind. Another APAC South team. Y'all turned up, man. Talk about the series. Uh, so I think we we fixed a lot of our problems coming in like in the first two sets, which is mainly just not playing aggressive enough. Like uh, I realized... Uh, after the first two sets, what I've just uh, spoke to Snipe down about, that you can't play the game without taking risks, you know? As much as I would love to think everything through and, like, find the best play, the game just does not work like that. Yeah. Like, you will eventually have to, you know, take a bad fight to clear your edge and to just, like... <laughs> kind of so you have to play, the, so you can play the game. Because otherwise, you just end up stuck. You die sixth place mm -hmm. with one kill. You die, like, third place with two kills. It's like, you need to take a fight. You, like otherwise, you'll never be able to win again. That's really interesting. Voltic, what do you got? Obviously, the first two series, you guys didn't perform this well, and you mm -hmm. turned it around in the third series. What was the difference? Um, literally, literally what he said, uh, taking risks. I mean, like our zone placement, you know, getting in a zone, we've never had an issue with. Um, anything rotate-related, like we're usually really sturdy on it. Uh, it just goes down to, you know, taking risks. And here and there, we might have some team fighting, you know, issues. But I, think, I feel like every team has that, though. You know, here and there, they're going to... You can't you can't play perfect twenty four seven. You know, there's always gonna be a little mistake. But um, yeah, it, it just went down to risks. And after uh, also the the quality of the lobbies too. Like this lobby, I feel like played out perfect for us. Um, whereas the other lobbies, the other groups, you know, they're a little bit harder to you know uh, play out. But this one, we kind of read it and uh, executed it perfectly. Yep, it certainly showed twenty six kills, uh, just three kills behind the kill leader in middle order. We obviously inched him out in placement by a mile. Uh, really, really dominant performance. 2.6 KD. Uh, you guys turned up big time. It's been fun to watch your team show up. So congratulations on a big win and a big showing in this Thank group, you. which qualified y'all for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dreamfire intent there. LG Chivas, obviously a fan favorite as well. Jaylings, despite a top five finish here, could not inch in to the winner's bracket. Same thing with yeah, 100 Thieves. Unfortunately, yeah. I was rooting for Jaylings and yeah, 100 Thieves. Yes, 21st is tough. God. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was us last time because we got sent to the loser's bracket. Oh, oh you guys ran to the loser's bracket last night. You're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, actually, it's no, no. We, we made, we made winners finals, yeah. but we we got we tied for yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah, you were same points. You were same points. So your winners break around one, fell to losers round two. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember that. And then we tie break again and won the tie break. Yeah. <laughs> so similar story. They barely kind of inched in, and then you guys you know show up in the championship mm -hmm. final. So we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to the breakdown here. Obviously, looking at eleven through twenty, uh, ascend NRG pioneers, all with. Uh, less than expected performances yeah. across the yeah. board here. With NRG, they was really should have called off the back of the first set. Yeah, we missed one. Yeah. Uh, there was just the, one game of Overlook where they landed, they got rotated into Godspot. The one building in Godspot where the team that won DZ ended up, wait, no, I don't believe it was DZ, but mm. the team that won was the team at the house mm. and they were at that house. Unfortunately, we were looking at that house and <laughs> Uh, it was y'all. Yes, <laughs> I had a longbow. Cleric had a charge rifle. Guild opens the door, and I shoot into the doorway. 106 the Bangalore. Player hits him. He dies. They get pushed. They die. Oh in God's spot at like 18th place. It is, it is tragic. That is that was their third game. So oh, first man. game, 32 kill, uh, 32 point win. Right, 20 kills. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Second game, Sweets computer is like 60 FPS. You can't play the game. Jeez. Vibes are like down, and then third game they That's get the god spot. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah, guild dude. opens the door. Nathan insta dies for it, 
and they lose God Spot because of that. Oh my gosh. Did you go oh. back and listen to the comms? Uh, no, I, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, I, I actually did, but the, uh, this, like, you know how, like, it the command out. center, like, cuts out? Yeah, yeah it, it cut out. I'm kind of glad it does that because people would think our team is just really toxic. <laughs> we just start, like, yelling at each other after we die certain ways. Oh. Yeah. Actually, Phony just starts yelling at one of them. Me or Frax. Let me correct that for sure. <laughs> too funny. Let's uh, quickly showcase our last leaderboard for our last group. I want to you know, work through that. We won't discuss it too much because I want to get to other bigger and better things as well. But we will jump into our last uh, group stage uh, match in just a moment here and then get into lower bracket discussions. I want to talk a little bit about meta. Uh, it's really interesting. Yep. No no Seer being in play here. Uh, uh, I love is, that. It feels yeah. great. Finally got off Seer. <laughs> Crazy turn of events the last two months. Uh, so that, of course, is a discussion we have to have. But we'll walk through our last and final group series for those that missed it here in a moment when we do have a chance to. Our team is working very hard to get that, to get that graphic up in just a moment. Um, as that happens, let's jump into the meta discussion, though. I think it's totally fine. Yeah, no, no Seer. I guess for those that have not watched since London, maybe they're, they're, they're tuning back into competitive Apex. What changed? Well, obviously, no Seer now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been stuck on Seer for the last year, ever since he came into meta. You're happy to not and, be playing Seer anymore, yes, personally? Yes, very happy. I mean, Seer is, the, I want to say, the most boring character. You have perfect information all the time. And I think it just opens up the skill gap so much when yeah. Seer is like, not in the meta almost because like they you, i mean i don't know we've we've been playing so much better not that tears out of the meta but uh i think something else that's changed is uh just no i i don't really please know like that's all i got anything else i mean ring, i mean ring consoles changed yeah, like the amount right. of ring consoles like i mean we we were the first team to run tier this this event mm -hmm. um we ran it and every zone that we wanted to do something to, we had no beacon or like we had no recon beacon. So like we were banking on these recon beacons and we don't get to use them three games in a row from Climatizer. And I was just like, after that, it was like, what are we getting out of this character? We, we weren't getting anything out of the, the final game. We would have won the final game if we had Horizon. We got stuck down low in Lava Fisher. And mm. we had to climb rocks to get up. I was the only one that made it up. I was yeah. the only one that I found was the watching climb. you guys. We, saw we were dead yeah. watching you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only I one that made the climb, me. and I'm just like, if we had Horizon there, like we win that game. Like, there's yeah, yeah. no one that would have, like, we would have absolutely won it. I almost, I got second place and knocked one. Like, it would have yeah. been free, but. <clears throat> That's interesting. And then, our first series today, if we had Seer, it would have been perfect for us. Like, we ended up <laughs> not using Horizon once, and we, we had 11 points, and it was like, Recon Beacons would have gotten huge for us, because we got stuck on far zones every single time. It was hard for us to find our way in. So it's like, I, I mean, do you think Bloodhound's better than Seer? I, I personally actually do. I, do I you? Think, yeah. I, I'm indifferent right now. I, I can't tell. Uh, I mean, I haven't played Seer recently, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like just the individual performance you get from putting your player on Seer is like, sorry, on Bloodhound compared to Seer is just so, so good. Because, I mean, the scan, first of all, lets you, your entire team know mm -hmm. exactly where the, te uh, the enemy team's at. Of course, it's not a Seer ult, so you don't have perfect information anymore. But I feel like that initial scan is still more than what other teams have. And something that Oxygen brought up to me was that uh, when you have Bloodhound ult, you control the pace of the play, right? You, you, you all the are so fast, right? Like with, yeah, uh, you can just horizon all push with like the Bloodhounds running at max speed. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> like with that extra speed, if you are a controller player, any player really fighting someone who's not on Bloodhound, 
you are like one clipping them so much yeah. easier just because you're moving so much faster. Yeah, you have bang so, passive at all times. Like yeah, exactly. Flying. So it's it's crazy, and as, as well, visual clutter doesn't affect you. Yeah, you no. throw a thermite, and that's a one way. You throw smoke, that's a one way. It's yeah, with how many bangs too? Bloodhound yeah. is like perfect combination. With yeah, that. yeah. I, I think Bloodhound is better for sure. I think you have to. Bloodhound is like a unique position. Like you really need to know how to play that character. You can't oh, just yeah. pop old, like, scan, not have your raven, like multiple things. It's like you, you pop old and don't scan at the right time, you're waiting 30 seconds, yeah. you don't have yeah. scanning. You have one scan per fight now, yeah. but I, I feel like with Seer, the way it's at right now, with how hard it is to hit a Q as well, yeah. I feel like Houndle is just so important. I, I right do now. agree. I, I agree. feel like anyone you put on Hound on your team is just going to frag mm -hmm. the fuck up. Yeah. Like, Phony on Hound would have just started clipping everyone left and right. Phony's so like, paranoid for us to play Hound. He's like, we didn't practice it. I'm like, bro, I literally named the Bloodhound for like, year, like you a press year. left bumper and you scan. Like, <laughs> we, we, we played scrims online one time with the Bloodhound, and we didn't like think to go and scan mid control room at, at uh, Lava mm. Siphon. And after that, he was like, we're not playing. I'm like, dude, like that is one circumstance. <laughs> yeah. Come on, like we can we can do this. But I mean, we're, we're playing the comp that we're used to, so we're, we're right. fine in that yeah, sense. It's funny, but, yeah. do, do not remember the, the TSM melee clip. That's all you need to understand. <laughs> the juju. <laughs> It's all he needs. It's, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> what else in terms of legends? Uh, obviously, cat. I think what most played comp has been yeah. cat bangs, uh, cat bang Horizon. and Horizon. Yeah. Um, is that the firm meta, or do you think there's multiple team comps that are just as good? I think like Fuse I, is really good. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Fuse. Fuse, Fuse coming into the mix. Water. I think I'm just happy to see a lot of different zone or not zone. Uh, just different comps being used. You know, it's always been like the same. You know, comp. For every team, but now people are starting to mix it up. Obviously, you have like your two like base sets, like okay, like we need a catalyst. But um, people are just mixing it up, and I feel like they're also like playing more comps that are good for their POI. Like us, we have to use Watson and uh, Jaylings. They uh, they land Monument. They use Valkyrie for their for their play style. Um, I just I like that people aren't just like okay, this is meta. We want to yeah. do this. There's a lot. They're, of they're wanting to stand out and do their own thing and. I don't know. I really like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's agree. significantly more variation now. Yeah. And I think that's been like that for the last few lands, but it's no longer like cut and dry, like Gibby, Valkyrie, Caustic. That yeah. was like, you know, everyone was on Gibby, Valkyrie, yeah. Caustic, so that was pretty boring. But uh, Catalyst, the way it is, is just the best character in the game right now. Like, yeah. we mm -hmm. were going to run uh, Horizon. Catalyst over Horizon, you think? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. It depends on the map. Yes, yeah, okay. It, I think so. Catalyst over, like, Whatever the third character is, yeah. because Catalyst is just unbelievably strong. Yeah, it's like all three of those characters have a, a right to be possibly the best character in the game. Right yeah. Wow, I would I would put Horizon good. and Cat are all such oh, uniquely yeah. good characters. Like you could fit any of those characters in almost any comp. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the thing is though, it's like Bangalore and Horizon. We we use almost interchangeably, yeah. and mm -hmm. we do we run Horizon on World's Edge. We run Bangalore on Stormpoint, and uh, it's. More so to help with like clearing fights, right? Yeah. Horizon with the Horizon ult, Bangalore with the Bangalore ult, and with Catalyst, it just provides so much stability, right? Yeah. Like the Kaku's in general is like insane. It's like almost a mini Seer Q, right? Yeah. We don't we don't even use Kaku's to hold the building. We use Kaku's mm -hmm. outwards to know if a team's like walking up yeah. on us. Yeah, just because, to see if it spikes up. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Info. It's wow. it's incredible. And then uh, just the wall, like. There's nothing yeah. you can say about the wall. It is these, in my opinion, the single strongest ultimate in the game right now. I, I retract oh. what it I said before. <laughs> I think it's just Bang and Cat. Bang and Cat. I, I think those two together has so much like, it, it's it's like what Gibby Bubble used to be, where you have the, that 12 seconds to recover and kind of yep. make a play. Like that's what Bang smokes are, and you have two of them. Like, and there's, like, there's, you can 
you can cut teams off. You have yeah. Bengal to zone teams. You like it's so like you can use it in so many different ways. Yeah, there's so many variations of comps that you can build around those. Like mm-hmm. Catalyst for us with Watson, it works out amazing because you know when there's an end ga- end game, you know everyone's catwalling everywhere. Fences down everywhere. If they peek you, they get stunned and it's just free beams. Like they're they're not coming back on the other side of the wall for a minute. So, yeah, such a healthy overall meta. And then lastly, really Watson fencing like their entire yeah. walls. They wall. Yeah, that's true. They, as soon as they peek, like yeah, yeah. that's really Unfortunately, true. Unfortunately, my end game comms is literally just fence the wall. Literally, <laughs> literally the whole time. That was listen, dude. You guys have really good comms. Like the comms Thank are you. really clear uh, in terms of what the plan is. Mm-hmm. Like people don't have to ask like what are we doing this and that and this and that it's like alright we're gonna wall here we're gonna play left we're gonna do this when I was listening to you guys end game you guys ended up I think getting I think third so. but it was the game outside of, of Sky East yeah no our, yeah. we got, we like, got it second like you guys were in a position yeah. to win that game for sure but the com like the comms and the plan was really just really good yeah. thank you well, well what was what we didn't understand is we were playing the pinch uh, pinch moist on the rock. But 100 Thieves kept on mirroring us. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I thought it was a winning play. I yeah. No, it, team made a play that didn't yeah. make much sense to me. But. but, I mean, obviously we don't understand their reasoning for it. So it's like right. we can't be like, oh, maybe we did the wrong play. But we'd have to go back and see like their reasoning for why they did that. So The, the wall itself, the wall was so good because I, I was thinking that you were just going to wall straight forward and just cut off so you hold your side. But yeah, you walled off them the so that it looked like they were going to have to push into each other. I was like, I yeah. wouldn't have thought to wall like past your rock. Yeah, that was exactly my thought process. <laughs> but I guess... With the wall that we made, 100 Thieves felt really pressured to uh, like push towards us. And then I guess they pushed towards us and then figured out, oh, we're not here on this side anymore. So they just kept on wrapping, kept mm-hmm. on wrapping, instead of turning and just killing Moist. Right? Because if they just turned and killed Moist, they guaranteed second place and KP. Yeah. But because they keep on wrapping, they ended up getting third place second. Yeah. We got uh, second it place. It didn't and, make much sense to me. I thought, yeah. like, I thought the wall was perfect for them to just initiate on the other team. Because yeah. if they go your way, it's like they have no idea what they're going into. Anything yeah. on that wall, they at least see what's in front of them. And so they took like the question mark on the other side. So yeah. they, they, they ended up like catwalling across our wall. Mm-hmm. And I think when they figured out that there's like no one on this mm-hmm. side, they just decided to keep on wrapping. When yeah. instead, what they should have done when, when they figured out there's someone on our side, they should have went back and just like shot at Moist. Because mm-hmm. then that puts us, that put Moist at a pinch and them at a good spot. They mm-hmm. just like 3v3, you know? Yeah. That's, Shift, that's shifting gears, last part of, uh, just to move, up, move on discussion to close out, last part of the meta discussion, I want to quickly touch on the ring changes. We'd, we'd love to guys get your, get your thoughts now. Obviously, crafting in zone yeah. now versus before. We'll take you as coach. Uh, I'll let you. I, lo- I love it. I've always been a big fan of, especially like ring consoles, it's such a big and important part of the game. I feel like every team deserves an equal chance of getting one. I feel I like that, and that's not coming from me being like a landslide team. I just, <laughs> I, I feel like every every team deserves that equal chance of getting a beacon. Um, regarding the ring stuff, I mean, it doesn't affect us, so I don't really have a big uh, issue with it. Um, but I, I like that they're trying to spice it up and change stuff. I mean, I don't understand why they'd want to like you know nerf uh, edge, but I mean. Doesn't affect us. We don't play it, so. <laughs> so, yeah. I, the changes with armors, twenty percent reduction in spawn rate for um, purple and blues, I absolutely love. I mean, coming wow, from that, I mean, we're, yeah. we're walking out with triple white either. <laughs> way. It doesn't affect us. It did not affect you at all. <laughs> coming point. from landslide, yeah. we are coming triple white. So you're probably the only person that has, has the take. Yeah, yes. one of you. <laughs> so now everyone gets to feel like they're landing in landslide. Were <laughs> <laughs> you flossing when they made the ring changes? To see you guys had a 50% beacon? We're already so down bad at landslide, now you get a beacon. Dude. It's like, okay, we have like yeah. the best rotate view on yeah, exactly. Our first group 
uh, this land, we got more beacons in that first group on World's Edge than the entire last yeah. land. Yeah. yeah. The entire last land. Well, what was it, like 20% before? Like not even? It, like 15, it was 30, 30 something. 30 oh, really? I think, I think it was like the lowest, the lowest yeah, yeah. Any thoughts you want to share on the ring changes? I mean, I think the ring changes don't, I think they do, but minimally affect comp. Like it doesn't really affect it too much. It it affects ranked a lot, yeah. I think, yeah. like more so than anything. But for comp, I don't think it's a huge change. I think people will adapt to that pretty quickly. Um, the only team that I can think of that really sits in zone and crafts a lot, I mean, LG does to get yeah. red armors yep. a good amount. So maybe they have to leave a little sooner. I mean, tech was notorious for sitting <laughs> in zone all the time and crafting up. Uh, so I mean, you can't do like that for the- as much, but it's not a huge, not a huge difference in my opinion. For the health of the game, it seems like it's probably a it's good a thing. Solid. It's I, th- a solid. I think thing. I think it's a bonus. Yeah. yeah. Regionally in Split Two Pro League, we landed Fish Farms and Climatizer, and in Fish Farms we would zone craft every single mm-hmm. game. We would get double red, triple red, armory. Yeah. Every, every every gets game. everything. Yeah. We do armory. We do dogs. Yeah. We shoot Dragons, flyers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything. We're coming out literally as raid bosses, mm-hmm. and well, what we so do me, that's is broken. We'd, yeah. Yeah. We'd wrap is. into yeah. zone for zone two, and then we just like. Almost three v three, the team at God Spot, and Same. generally the team at God Spot yeah, has been there the whole game. Blue armors, it's just like the freest fight. Wow, well. bro, you had no armor too. Yeah, uh-huh. we had we had fish farms who, and mirage. Who, it was, who was behind <laughs> that? I need to talk to that person because yeah. that is just it was not real. We talked to level and we had Gale Station too. So yeah. we had Gale Station, fish farms, mirage, <laughs> dogs, and IMC, and we crafted at three different POIs. So yeah, it, you know. If there was like a picture, if there was a picture next to the definition of stacked, we were definitely there. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, that's fascinating. Well, interesting things obviously across the board in terms of meta changes. The, the healthiest, the best of it, the character selection and the diversity of characters. Let's take a look at our last leaderboard here for our last group we mentioned earlier. We'll quickly highlight through this and then jump into lower bracket predictions and overall tournament predictions. But this was the Ascend group with a really solid performance from the Placement Kings Ascend, the Portuguese Sensation Squad. LG Chivas continued their consistency with a second place finish. Same with Dark Zero. Really solid showing from DZ throughout the entirety yeah. of this yeah. day. So, something I want to mention about DZ is yeah. they are probably mechanically the best team in the world. Crazy. And I feel like something that's pretty understated is mechanics like you look at ascend i feel like with the macro plan that ascend have a lot of the time like they they really should be doing better uh well i mean one thing about ascend is they either they either do insanely well or they do nothing at all (laughs) i think they they can't fight as a team yeah yeah that's that's the main problem so they lack mechanics you think yeah very very much so but it's it's also pretty funny just looking at ascend's placements because i believe uh kashara's placements in the last like three lands has been 20th, 2nd, and 20th. Yeah. So it's like, it's either they do everything or they do nothing. They're all the bad. Yeah, but it's also just like, fighting Ascend is always like, I don't really know what's going on. We're shooting our guns, no one's dying, and suddenly we've won. It's like, (laughs) fighting, you know, respect the Ascend's name because I think like personally, they have one of the best like macro in the game. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, like, the game really just does revolve around doing more damage than you take. And that's something I realized like last line. You can't play the game if you take more damage than you deal, right? Yeah. If you're doing 200 damage per spray, but you're taking like 225, yeah. right? I mean, say you don't die there, yeah. you're still losing out on that, mm-hmm. right? So you just, that's something that Dark Zero are really good at doing. Because like, if you take more damage than you're supposed to, Zero will make sure you know. Bro. He will make sure you are yeah. accountable. Dark Zero <laughs> that's funny. plays TDM 
all the time. Yeah. Like oh. they, they are scrimming TDM. Like that's their warm up nonstop. I don't think they've lost a single TDM round ever to any team. Right. And they've probably played sixty plus minimum. Like they might be a hundred and zero against uh, all pro teams. Seriously, I think they won once. Uh, sorry, I think uh, they lost once against TSM last really? night. Yeah, because they played TSM last night and they were like fifty to twenty in them. Like it was like yeah. not even close, and you would think TSM is another yeah, no. one of the top mechanical teams. Yeah. I think a lot of the games they were winning more than they're like they were losing. I think I, I don't want to say in terms I don't of if know, it was a series. They haven't lost a series. They yeah. might have lost a game or two, yeah, but no, yeah, for sure. It's it's when I watch them play, I'm like they're like steak dinnering in Halo. Yeah, yeah. every single every series. game. Jen Byrne with the Prowler. Like we we've had the displeasure of three v three DZ and TDM. Jen Byrne with the Prowler is is not funny. Yeah. It, it would be like. Jen Byrne with 6,000 damage, Zainu with 4,500, and then Zero with 3,000 because Jen Byrne with the Prowler does not miss. That's he will insane. clip you across the map. It's like, I, I, I don't even know how to, what, like, how to fight it because the second you peak, your yeah. armor's gone, you peak for like half a second too long, a tenth of a second too long, now you're like 25 flush and then you die. Insane. It's like, I think you Jen Byrne's underrated. I, think, I don't think he gets enough credit. Like, he, he did when he was in. Playing in Australia, yeah. he was getting all the credit because everyone was like, this kid's a freak. Like, yeah. Yeah. lag comp looked like it was just like he was cheating. He was getting all these cheating. And then he moved to NA. DZ was kind of like, they had not super dominating performances and they won. They won the land without Jen Burton and then mm. they won the land with Jen Burton. Um, but watching them play, like, it's not his gun skill that makes him so good. He's a very incredibly intuitive yeah. Mm. player. Yeah. Like, yeah. Zero doesn't need to micro him. Zero needs to micro Zainu every now and then because yeah. Zainu's still figuring yeah. it out. He's a young, a young prodigy, whatever you want to call him. But Jen wow. Burton has, like, filled his role of people thinking he was just a brain-dead aimer yeah. to where he makes plays. Like, and, and it's not... It's not like force plays. It's he knows exactly what he needs to do on his team yeah. for the right time. Jen Burn, like, it impressed me a lot this past like month watching him. Jen Burn, in my opinion, is like one of the smartest players in the game, just mm -hmm. because it's like he he won't take any risk most of the time. Like his peaks are very calculated, very yeah. smart. So like almost never really get caught out, right? Unless it's like on the rotate and stuff. Like during fights, he's always positioning himself like in the right spots, and I feel like. You know, Zero mentions this a lot, and I, I don't really know if it's like uh, how true it is, but he mentions a lot that he strives to be the best IGL because he's catching up to Jen. And I, I really think there's a wow. lot of truth for, in that because Jen Burton fundamentally as a player is like near perfect. Like he yeah. plays, uh, it's like his role as well. He couldn't play a frag, a frag role because he like saw the risk and he didn't want it. Like he couldn't really like take that it. risk. Yeah. That's how calculated he he sees wow. all the risks and he like just can't really take it you know and it's like it rounds back to what i was saying how you can't play the game without taking any risks mm -hmm. and that's like something zero is really good at like he is. looking at the risk assessing it and then taking it anyways that's something i think jen burn lacks a bit but because he's like very calculated and doesn't take risks he plays the role perfectly you know mechanically him and zainu are like about the i'd say about the same mm -hmm. but because of the role jen burn plays zainu gets like uh, you know, a lot more clips just because he's like yeah. up in the front, like fighting. As the fragger, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's just like perfect for the team because you have someone with the same like top one, top two mechanics on roller. Yep. And one of them's like really good at fighting. Uh, sorry, at like fragging, and the other is really good at anchoring almost and just like being at the support and not making any mistakes really interesting final final thought on that like last group stage i want to get your take on is the dojo uh team that eric had a chance mm. to bring on our show uh what a, what a story from I this squad they qualify through you guys are big enemy fans Voltic, let's start with you man thoughts on the dojo and this roster 
Oh, uh, they said. Uh, I'm not gonna say they surprised me, but um, the back to back, that was really cool. Um, running the dojo. I kind of expected them to make 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 winners. Top twenty. Yeah, they they were up there. I mean, I felt like they were gonna be either really close or like, just like coast through it. But um, running the dojo. They lived up to my expectations. I mean, now not much to really say. No, I don't have any anything bad to say about them. You got a lot of lot of love for enemy. Uh, yeah, talk, I, talk I about love that. enemy. I mean, uh, I've really only started talking to him like uh, when I met him in someone's Discord channel, Capra's <laughs> Discord channel. We yeah. were just chilling, but we just yeah. He's a he's funny as all hell kid. Yeah, he's oh, a very no positive guy. He is a, 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 a goober. <laughs> I'm really hoping they do they do well. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's a great story if they can continue to dominate. Obviously, yeah. Timmy's journey and trajectory in Apex oh, yeah, from, from playing with Golden and the yeah. guys way back yeah. when. Yeah, it's that crazy. Is, it's, it's so cool that Timmy's going back to the competitive Yeah, Apex. it's amazing. I think that's, that's like, you know, it's kind of where it's at. Like, I mean, as a competitor, I don't really see, like, not competing. I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. like, it doesn't really, like... I feel like calculate you, with me. Yeah. I feel like once you compete, like, there's yeah, always that, that itch to go back. Something he knows, I think, all too well. Yeah, I'm, I'm 16 years later still doing this. Still scratching that itch, for sure, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, that's right. Well, hey, that's a good discussion on the groups of the day. Obviously, we covered winner's bracket. Uh, let's jump into our, our loser's bracket graphic and talk about predictions for our loser's bracket. It's crazy to think that on Friday, tomorrow, one series only, eight games, which is great for consistency, as we all agreed, but 10 of these teams will not make it to Saturday Crazy thing about. Um, let's jump right into it, Eric. Any hot takes in terms of who will not qualify from this group? If we can show both the first page and the second page, that'd be great. Who but will not qualify? Who will not qualify? Fanatic I mean, didn't show up. Geo I was going to say, I, I think just on this graphic, the teams that I would expect to qualify: Jaylings, Hundred Thieves, Disguised, um, KCP, Fanatic. Uh, you honestly, throw- North Eption. I think North Eption's a, a good team. You would throw Onik in there. I Onik is always hit or miss for me. Like I, I wouldn't say like with confidence that I think they would. Uh, and then whatever, I, I haven't seen the next page yet. So yeah, <laughs> TBDI um, next page. I hope yeah. I really hope Riddle Order qualifies. I love those guys. They're like the kindest people. Every time we pass each <laughs> yeah. other, it's good job, good job, and we just like fist bump nonstop. And we bought their merch, and we're like we have this like love for each other. So <laughs> definitely point for them. They had a really good final showing. So hopefully that gives them some confidence yeah. going in. It, it reminds me of like. When you have nothing to lose, you play the game the way that you know you should. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's ex- it feels like that's exactly what they did. Like, they went into that knowing that they weren't going to qualify. They had to drop, like, 80-something points to qualify. And it was like, let's play the game with no fear. We have nothing to lose. I've been in that situation so many times throughout my career, and I've always performed my best in those situations, even when it's like, it doesn't matter. Right. So, so I mean, I get that. I, I hope they I hope they qualify. I hope they, they do well. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think... I'm pulling for Riddle, Fanatic, KCP, uh, 100 Thieves, and, and Disguise for yeah. sure. Those are the five yeah. on that page for sure I'm pulling for. I like it. What do you guys think? Oh, well, just off the top 10. Um, sorry, it's like a little bit hard to see. Yep. The one thing that I notice, a lot of these teams, at least in groups, contested each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes down to losers, if a team has too much pride and ego and they still stick to their contest, I see both those teams getting knocked out. Like... A hundred thieves. They were. I think they were t- contested every single group stage on Stormpoint. Jeez. And I know Jaylings. They were contested at Monument. And I, like Monument is such a like for them. It's such a good POI. It's center zone. You get a really good uh, beacon, and you get, you get pretty decent loot. Um, and like if you're contested there, if you lose that, it's just like 
you're basically gifted like a good game every game because you're just center centerized and um, there's so many teams around you that you can literally just play off of because like in every direction you're gonna have teams like moving and like that's one thing we do um, whenever we rotate we don't have beacon just follow teams around you because um, they're centerized so they're gonna be able to see anyone basically on their rotate um, disguised and riddle contested yeah yeah climatizer and launchpad yeah so I would say getting knocked out early. If 100 Thieves sticks to the contest, I could see them getting knocked out wow. early. Crazy. Or or just got because it's only eight games. This isn't even groups anymore. Yeah, so that's right. Sorry. I believe uh, 100 Thieves, Go Next, E6 are all calling for antenna. Wow. Yeah. What about yeah, FC? FC like, was landing there too. Was it? Were they? Yeah, yeah, they were. Okay. That, yeah, that's no, no, really. No, we, have this, we have the second page ready. Let's go ahead and take a look at our second page here. That is. Fascinating. Sonic was also thing. getting contested by Kick as well, partially. Jeez. Complexity was getting contested by Fnatic at Epi, but Complexity left for this last set. Oh. Um, they went to Monument, so I mean, I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> yeah. it seems like a lot of these teams are, are stuck in who's going to yeah. like, give up their PYs yeah. to land somewhere. And, and when you give that up, you give away, like, you give up all your knowledge all on how to play practice. from there. All like, at all your practice, literally. So it's like, I don't know. Very I, very I see a lot of these teams. I, I think because it's land, I think they'll leave, but... There's only so many POIs you can yeah. leave to with the zone, like with the beacon changes, they did it on purpose. Uh, they wanted less than 20 playable spots so that mm. teams would contest at the start and viewing experience would be better. Right, but that, that really just, like, fucks over the competitors a lot. Because, like, even if you don't want to contest, there's not enough places on the map for you yep. to go. Like, you have to. You have to go, like, either you go to a, a no-name... No name it's there's no even like no name POIs. Yeah. Like, it's it's like there's four buildings, you know. Yeah. You can't play the game from yeah. four buildings with no with no console, no crafter, nothing yeah. like no beacon. There's absolutely nothing like playoffs. Advantage. So you're forced and, to contest almost. Yeah, yep. you're forced to contest, and it's and like, look at the result. I think it's interesting. You guys pointed out the vast majority of these teams were teams that were contesting. Yeah, mathematically. Kick has never not contested. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with kick is I feel like they they'd play the game if they just. Played the game, yeah. Like, dude, I feel like they're trolling. Like, I, I genuinely, genuinely can't tell yeah. if they're trolling. I almost had a, the most outlandish tweet yesterday. I probably <laughs> would have been like semi canceled for it. I, 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 I was just like, I was like, play Apex sent these like, it's like they picked a random team and just sent them here to, to, to yep. play. Because it, it's like there's no strategy. They're yep. landing on. It's not like they're picking a team that they think they can beat in they, a contest either. They're yeah, picking, they're some picking like the best teams. Bro, KCP is contested mill nonstop. Like they're picking yeah. TSM to contest. Like they're and not supposed to contest DZ. Like it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make sense logically on the decisions behind who they're contesting. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. So it feels troll. Hence the how brain dead tweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, Cutting back to my favorite teams to call, I think it would be uh, J Lings, 100 Thieves, because they're triple MNK, MD1 because they're triple MNK, uh, and then I, I really hope this this guy's called Qual, because uh, I think Duplex, Duplex really did, like deserves to kind of be on the spotlight. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's it's very unfortunate timing with, with you leaving TSM and Verhulst getting taken to TSM, mm -hmm. because in my opinion, like back when LAN first started up again, Skittles, Duplex, and Verhulst would have been on the same level as like Zero Steam. Like, mm -hmm. I genuinely mm -hmm. believe that was the case because Duplex was playing off of Verhulst's mechanics perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like, no shade to Noct at all. I think Noct is absolutely incredible and I think he's only gotten better. He's like one of the smartest controller players. 
unfortunately, I just don't think that was what they needed. You know, mm. like cutting back to I think how I think damage difference is so important. Knock will never die because he's like one of the smartest roller players in the he's world. He's so passive. Yeah, he he's, doesn't. He's really he passive. doesn't do enough damage. Like yeah. Verhols, Verhols was like perfect for their mm. team. You know, like yeah. Verhols plays you know, an anchor, but he also like will aggress when he needs yeah, yeah. and when he aggresses there this is like you know where he's gonna be the the brother doesn't miss you yeah know, it's big <laughs> yeah. and yeah, you know insane. no shade again to dupe i think he's like one of the best players in the game unfortunately mechanically like he was a bit lacking and i think verhals covered for him mm. perfectly there yeah. mm-hmm. and i think like that version of esa you know yeah. was like the best, the best teams of all time. Like, yeah, yeah they were like, the would, best team in the game at that point. Yeah, I would put them on the same level as zero. Like, for, for those that don't know, maybe you got into competitive Apex a little bit later. It was uh, one of the best Cinderella stories, you know, rise to the top from being yeah. a challenger circuit team that had to qualify for Pro League to being the number one team in North American Pro League over yeah. your TSM squad at the time and many, many top rosters. Um, they, they came out of nowhere. They uh, were former Xbox players that switched to PC <laughs> and switched inputs. Skittle and, and, and Duke both went from playing controller to mouse and keyboard. Verhulst obviously stayed on controller. And then uh, TSM swooped right in when, when this guy decided to retire for Halo. For <laughs> I told him to pick up Verhulst. Did you really? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, That's I was cool. like, the, when the, as soon as I said that I was retiring, I said, you guys need to pick up Verhulst. Wow. Like, and, and Jordan was on board. Uh, Hal wanted to pick up Noct. Interesting. Really? Hal wanted to pick up Noct. And me and Jordan were on the same page of like, if I'm gonna leave, you should. I was like, you need to pick up Evan because not only do I think Evan's a better player, he's like, Evan and Noct are both quiet in the sense of like, they're not gonna like try and yeah. overcall yeah. or anything like that. Like, there's not gonna be no struggles there. But I was like, I was like, you are disassembling your biggest competition. ESA was the best by a mile. I mean, yeah, yeah, they were. I was like, you have two top of the line players to choose from. I was like, why not take the best player from your biggest competition? Yeah, I was like, that's I was like if you're gonna look at this in like a business sense, like that's your smartest player. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Can't uh, deny. So I get ten percent of their prize money. So. I think that's, how <laughs> that's part of the deal. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what a, what a point in time, point in history. Obviously, we know the result of that TSM since winning two major events and have been looking phenomenal uh, in this tournament as well. Uh, with that said, we have a, an interesting clip. Look, we have to bring in some media for y'all. If, if you didn't see it today, you've been living under a rock. The Moist Kraber 360 <laughs> no-scope. You haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Wait, 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 wait. Was this when you went the, up the queue? Yes. Oh, yes. The, I thought this was going to be up the queue. Yeah. Three 360s yeah. and then... Like actually trick shot at them. Like, yeah, it's, in, a, in a game of LGS championship play, let's let's watch the clip. <laughs> no way! <laughs> no way! This is like a proper proper trick shot too. Like a lot of the trick shots in Apex, like people will do a 360. They'll stop for 10 seconds, aim, and then shoot. You know, yeah. this is like this is a 360 into a shot instantly. This is a proper trick shot. Like, the definition of. It's, it's just incredible. Look at this. I love the scroll. It's so like, Slow motion. And then his face at the end too. He's like, did you guys see what I did? <laughs> yeah. My man Skittles has been going for that every single land and this guy oh, hits it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> In an LGS championship event, yeah. shot to MT, the lone MNK player on the Moist squad. Obviously, Moist had a great day as well. Shout out to Walty, the entire, the entire crew. For a hell of a day, but we we had to show that clip. There's no way we didn't. <laughs> it, was, it, it might be the best like yeah. Kraber clip in all of Apex. 100. Not, not all. I wouldn't say all of Apex. I mean, on land, on land, yeah. Yeah. stakes. On yes. land, given the stakes, yes. and given that it happened on land, yeah, 1,000. Yes. Yeah, percent that uh, that was insane. Um, let's move on to our last segment for the show here, the most exciting one. Uh, last time we had Verholst 
correctly predicting Alliance to be a group stage team after they dominated oh. the group stage. He called him a group stage team. He's so mad about that. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's so mad. I talked to him a lot. He's like, everyone thinks we're a group stage team. He's like, we've been top five multiple times, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I, I want some interest, additional interesting takes from y'all. I'm excited to hear your predictions. Let's take a look at it. I think we have a tweet that we're going to show live on stream from official Hodge, one of our viewers. Shout out to Hodge. Do you guys think that a non-North American team will take home the trophy this time? And if so, what region? Uh, are you winning, son? Says Timmy's dad. That's fantastic. Um, with that, oh, yeah, this is another, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, obviously, I have a team to my left that's going to say 100% yes. It's going to happen. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to ask you, uh, do you think there's a world, again, phase aside, your bias for side, do you think there's a world where North America does not win? I mean, there is a world. It's a battle royale. Like, yeah. I mean, we have battle royale, but it's been... the most consistent battle royale. We've had two winners across six lands. That's Crazy. pretty freaking consistent for a battle yeah. Um, but bro, I mean, this is champs. Like, it, yeah. and if we have those iPads next to us, I'm oh, sorry. No, they're, they're, they're going to change them. No, how about the iPads? They're going to change okay, them. They, they already said they're going to change them. They did. They yeah. said that. What was the iPad? What was the iPad situation? Bro, this is messed up. Like, it's we, so we have iPads that have like the Battlefy. Uh, you know that bar that goes across the playlist jet stream? We yeah. have that basically on an yeah. iPad right next to us with see. highlighted teams mm -hmm. on who's still alive. Excuse me? Yep. Yes. You can oh, who's alive? So if, if two teams are fighting, even though it's anonymous, I could look at the iPad and their scores will go up yeah. next to us. Yeah. And I could be like, that's DZ and this person. <laughs> <What>? so <laughs> if, if that didn't get changed in grand finals, it, it would be a 12 game grand yeah, final. Yeah, it would be. Like it would every be. Team uh, what would was be the point of the iPad? Why'd they do that? I have no idea. I don't remember being asked about that or anything. It just felt it was a change, and I, every team was bitching about it during groups. They said yeah. during groups it's one thing, but in match point format, like it can't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just know. show your it's own nice. team score. Like I think yeah, it's cool that, to like have cool. your score, but that it should cool. just show your own teams. Yeah, that's a, that, that that is interesting. Um, so you're saying an A team wins it. Even I think an A team wins it. Honestly, you guys are looking very strong right now. Thank so I mean, I think that you. You know, if if there was a team that wasn't, I think you guys came into this event and showed that you guys can make it to end games. You have good a you. good POIs, some good POIs with beacons, and and you can make it happen. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with that. Look, in my eyes is if it's not a North American team, it's an Apex South team, which Thank I think would be appreciate it. which would be awesome to see. I mean, what a story! Uh, the region that is that has the most underloved does not get as much promotion publicity <laughs> as others, despite being pound for pound top two region in the world uh, and you proved it you have seven teams that are here you guys are playing incredibly well so that, that's uh, if any does not win it my take APAC South does either these guys uh, with Blackhand if you guys have not watched Blackhand dominate you definitely have to keep an eye on them or Moist I think is just looking really really strong yeah. with Paper yeah. Fuzzy yeah statistically NA is definitely like yeah. best like best region Highest odds of winning, literally a hundred percent so far. Yeah. Right? Uh, technically, uh, seventy-five, yeah, well, eighty-two percent. Reignite one from Apex South. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, but we have we are playing next to Dark Zero, like on World's Edge, and we're playing. Um, we're kind of taking their spots away, so mm -hmm. you know. Interesting. Dark Zero. Yeah, Damn, they, we, that's a hot take. Uh, I like that. Well, they have Harvester loot, so if they really want to fight, it's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they see, have the best POI in the game. No, for sure, for sure. For Harvester right. is the best POI. Oh, oh, it's not even a contest. Bit of lava siphon. Yes, one hundred percent. You leave you Harvester faster. almost instantly. You have a guaranteed yep. gold spawn, almost yep. like a gold weapon, a gold flatland, or something. You have like a gold armor at the bottom, yep. and you get high tier loot. That's insane. And you get a fifty percent beacon. If you don't get beacon, you look at staging, you look at lava siphon, yep. you look at 
any other team that's just going to go right past you and you follow them. Yeah, and you it's like, like it's that simple. Yeah. Dude, it's it's the best POI hands down. Yeah, they also have a balloon and they're like guaranteed an evac. True. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> that's yeah, true. It's it's the most broken. But ball. you think you guys the fact that you're close to DZ, you think you actually get are going to get in the way of them a little bit. We 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 have their coach Nick has actually already issued to us a warning. No, that if way. we keep taking their spots, they will run <laughs> us down every game. That's, so, that's hilarious. I mean, he knows you know, Nick pretty well, so that's I do. It. No, I'm sorry, Nick. I won't do it again. Please don't run us down. I'm apologizing right now. You guys have your spots. You're giving. You're conceding. I'm not trying to fight DZ every game. You said they have the two best POIs in the map. We're walking out with triple whites. Yep. They have fuse. Yeah. If they want to run at us, we don't get to play the game. Like, yeah. Let's be real. He's waving the white flag. We they surrender. Have, they have Jin Burn. They have Zainu. And they have, I would argue, the best mechanical MNK player in the world right now. Zero. Like, That's so funny. Yeah, zero, like, zero on Bangalore. I'm, I'm not trying like, to mess yeah. with that. He's so good on Bangalore. Crazy. I'm not trying to mess with that. Zero. Are you playing Bang for your team or are you playing Watson? No, he's no, cat. I'm oh, playing cat. Sorry, cat. Yeah. So, uh, Zero, ever since he started TDMing, has been incredible. Like, wow. mechanically, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen a better MNK player. Uh, wow. I don't know. It's like, I, I would put Easy Flash, like, right on the same level as he is. But, Interesting. like, Zero is IGL. Like, he's doing all that while IGL. IQ on top of that, and it's like, yeah, it's like it's, damn, dude. It's scared. The way he it's like, very scared. And, and his team knows to follow him too. Exactly. Like, yeah, the, and, way, and the way they move together without having to calm, like they'll they'll say rotate left, and they'll all three be hugging each other, and they'll do some crazy rotate, and like zero will be frontlining. He'll take he'll start with some damage, and then he'll double time tap strafe out, and then <laughs> and then and then his two teammates go like this, clips and clean them up. Different zero people. Back, goes right back. It's like in. a basketball it's, play. It's, it's, it's out there setting picks. No, seriously, it feels like you got like the, the line up. You got the girls <laughs> like this, the, the twirl like. And these are someone's drawing that up. Yeah, yeah. On a board. <laughs> these are three people who don't miss either. Yeah, it's like crazy. Zero is doing just as much damage as Zainu and Jin Burton, and he doesn't have aim assist. It's like mm. incredible to me. Wow. So you're saying gladly we will give up what we need to give up to not get gunned <laughs> down by DZ. That's interesting. Um, who's not making the finals? Who in the winners bracket right now? What, what, any hot takes? Like anyone that's uh, not going to make the finals? You guys so think anything any energy is going to be there? NRG is definitely going to be there. Are you talking winner? Oh yeah, winner's, winners bracket team. So, who's going to get top ten? Who's going to get? Who's going to I haven't really seen Sentinels play, but I'm pretty sure they've rotated. Like they've switched up into more of like a hybrid, mostly yeah. edge like playstyle. Or do they still rotate into zone? Do you guys know? That's a good question. With Playful, I don't know if they play, play Overlook. They go pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Like, so they, do they, they, they still go. rotate and play zone? Yes. Arcan, oh, I feel like rotating well, is in Arcan's sure. blood. That's, that is Arcan. That's Arcan. Yeah. And that uh, he's showing he can adapt, is, like, though. the biggest balloon that you can have. So. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah I think pickups, man. We haven't talked about that. The Koifel yeah. pickups, Sentinels have been looking good with Koifel. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, so you, are you going to say that? No, no, one's, no one's making any statements here. So you think Sentinels is not making it, or do you think they're going to make it? I, I thought they were playing a, a more edge play style, and yeah. I think that doesn't really work in the first bracket. So oh, I was going to say they weren't going to make it, but if, if they're, they're still, still rotating, I think they're going to be really good. Plus, Koifel is like, every time I watch that guy, I'm just amazed. You know, I went to a Realm game with him. And he's just 1v3, two teams back-to-back. Oh I did nothing. I thought they were 2v3 because our, our third was like going with him, right? Mm. And then I look, after we die, I look at their three cap. Their teammate has 200 damage. Like, it's all quite he's just 1v3. Where are you going to say? I was going to say, like, piggybacking off of earlier, you know, when we talked about Ascend, mm. I feel like they can easily make it, but at the same time, they, they could just tank. Ascend, yeah. It's yeah ascend, like they, they, I, I feel like in a good lobby, I, I don't know. Either they come first. They either come first or they come last. Like, <laughs> yeah, Eric's pulling up Wikipedia here. I think I might have it up. Trying to find the. 
I got you, Rare. The battle fly. Here's the top 20. DZ in first, Black Hand second, all the way down. Yeah, you got it. Okay, yeah, perfect. Right. Battle fly works as well. I want to get Eric's thoughts. If you know which of these teams is not going to make the finals in in the winners bracket, teams that have placed top twenty so far. Alliance in seventeenth. Who's not going to make it? Who's not going to make it? Ascend. Ascend for sure. Um, realize. Realize. I think Saf as well. Yeah, I think. Tommy and Kuhn. Tommy and Kuhn is out. These guys put a lot of respect to Tommy and Kuhn's name. They have been solid. But not gonna that last it. set wasn't great. If it's a 50-50, whether they call through winners, yeah. um, I think they are good. I think they've been because uh, Wei is a very new player, uh, yeah, the competitive. Sense. I think he's like third best controller player in our region. But unfortunately, because it's just like yes, so really? limited. Yeah, he is yeah, Australian because of the limited experience in competitive. Because he he's had like probably the least competitive experience out of yeah. anyone at this line. That'll cost like, the, sure. Fundamentally. I think that holds him back a lot. Yeah. Very fair. Um, next question. Oh, you're gonna say something? Yeah, I was gonna say it's hard to take a guess on who who I think would and wouldn't qual because you know it's a BR. There's so many variables yeah. to yeah. to doing good and doing bad. Like one team could just have all the zones in one game and like you know obviously they'll make it, but like I don't know. I I guess it goes down to also like knowing how to play hybrid. Like if a team doesn't know how to play hybrid and they don't have zone, like. They just screwed. That's fair. Yep. Um, Especially in champ finals lobby. Yeah. It's really, really important. Like the, the quality is going to be insane. Um, I feel like it just goes down to the variables and a little bit of RNG. Makes sense. All right. Last question. I want to ask you guys before we go to our last segment, which is just a general state of Apex. You guys have a chance mm-hmm. to have the mic, have the floor to share whatever thoughts you want. But last question before we do that. Uh, who's winning this tournament? Not including your team. Who's winning this tournament? I mean... I'll say you if you say me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, DZ, you can't, you can't like not say DZ. They've won three of the last four lands, right? I mean, TSM as well is like just the, like you'd have to be really either stupid, delusional, or just straight up lying to yeah. say anyone other than those two. I think like, DZ is the best team in the game. I agree. Yeah, I think, I think DZ right now mm-hmm. is like yeah. incredible. I definitely got my bets on DZ and uh, secondary pick TSM, but at the end of the day, it is a BR. Anyone can take it home. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely pick those. But I mean, my 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 real pick is up in the air. You know, it's, it's anyone's game. It's a ma- if it, if it was based off of points, I think DZ all the way. But it is gonna be match point finals. So you know, you gotta have to win the game. Um, That's so. true. So even if DZ's dominating points, they could yeah. potentially still lose it. Like right. if, if there's like ten teams on match point, yeah, you know, anyone. It, it's anyone's game. And yeah. I hope we see like a twelve, I think eleven or twelve <laughs> yeah. game match point final. I think currently though, DZ right now is. Better than TSM. They're, like, oh, are, they, are they a tier yeah. in their, of yeah. their own think, above TSM? I think they've like kind it's, of set themselves apart yeah. again. Like yeah, TSM wow. is still the second best by like like comfortably, mm-hmm. and you know you can still sort of argue they're the best. I think these are like significantly better right yeah. now. Like, they yeah. they are looking very good, and I think just their POYs, wise, Mill is an incredible POY. Yeah, dude, <laughs> and Harvester, yeah. Harvester is like I, I wouldn't say it's like on the same level of Siphon, but I think it's like. Very, very close. Yeah. Very close. And I think that's like... I just think Siphon's big. So like you take longer a lot of to loot. lose. Yeah. Whereas Harvester, you're out. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. You, the you one problem... Out. And out, yeah. The one problem with Harvester is you don't... Because of how small it is, how, like... The mid loot is really nice. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. get a lot of shields, right? You don't. You, you walk you out don't. of Siphon, you yeah. have 18 bats, yeah. 19 yeah. cells, There's 14 six. Phoenix yeah. hits. Like... Siphon's just incredible loot, so it's a lot more flexible than Harvester is, but 
Harvester is still like the best rotate POA in the game, and with that middle loot, it's like even better. You know? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, mill rotates with that car. With oh, how yeah. fast you loot no, mill? Mill rotates. You get the guaranteed like incredible. legendary spawns yeah. in the middle yeah. with the middle four pills, so you basically automatically get two blues minimum. Yeah. And then you have the car, like yeah. you loot the two sides, you get in the car, you hit the beacon, you're out. Like yeah. they're beating us to spots like Stormcatcher and we're Launchpad because of how fast they're out of there yeah. with that car. Yeah. It's like, I was like, bro, we have to do all the fingers. We have to go get the car from Fish Farms, bring it back, hit the beacon. Just like, it, yeah. Launchpad's a long loot route. Like yeah. it, it is a tough one. And then I'm like, I'm like, bro, the fact that they're all the way across the map getting to spots because of their vehicle and rotates and the, the way that they rotate through, they don't have to go through yeah. any major POIs to no, get to those yeah. spots. No, it's they all empty. They just go up through spiders uh -huh. or any areas that aren't congested. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. See, big. Mill got turbo buffed with the ring console changes because of that. Like, mm -hmm. the middle POIs like Bean and uh, like Jurassic as well. But, mm -hmm. well, I mean, Bean, people still kind of play on Bean, but yeah, it's like... Jurassic, sorry, Cascade Balls, like mm -hmm. that area of the map, like you can just rotate right through that. Yeah, we like, rotate through that from Launchpad. Yeah, like, no, we, 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 we rotate through, through that yeah. from Stormcatcher yeah, as well. That's like, <laughs> a free that's incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, with Bean, I think it, people still play that just because of the IMC, even with yeah, the they do. ring yeah. console changes being gone. I think DZ do get held up on Bean quite a lot, but just being able to rotate through um, Cascade Balls is just like crazy. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, because y'all so because y'all were very lame with your predictions, y'all picked Dark Zero, which is a very smart, <laughs> fair prediction. Um, I'm gonna ask you a last question, one word only. Think about it. Answer with one with, with just the team name. If there was a dark horse you had to pick to win the tournament, not including yourself, obviously no TSM, no DZ. Who is it? If you I'll say start. me, I'll say you. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I mean, hey, if we're going another a black hand, you know, that's a fair one. Second, second overall, <laughs> second overall in points. They, I, I don't think anyone is really giving you guys much credit coming in. Like, I mean, in terms of like the rankings and all that, I think getting second place with 159 points. I mean, you're averaging 53 points around. Like, that's it's crazy. Very consistent. If you, look, if you looked at the stats page before, you would have been second overall in terms of like all points and scrims. I think is what it would have been. I think 55 was the top. Mm. But well, now I'm gonna look like an asshole because uh, you just yeah. said black. I'm gonna say moist. I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> I, gotta give, I gotta give some love to the other Apex no. out team. If I had to make one dark horse team. Obviously, there's a lot of NA teams I could pick. I could throw Faze in there. Horse. But uh, to me, the Dark Horse is the Apex South region. You guys continue to be the Dark Horse of Apex Legends. Right. It is an entire region. And um, I'm going to go with Moist, but I, def I definitely would love to see yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely like, no qualms with picking Moist. Yeah, They're yeah, definitely a, fair, a team that can win. Uh, we've been beefing with Moist quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, we are <laughs> no longer region. on talking terms. But <laughs> <laughs> I am so Sarcastically? Or seriously? I don't know. You we guys are actually beefing. Oh, oh, you guys, you guys spilled we beans here. In a couple of days, you guys are actually beefing, huh? They, not not no. exactly. I mean, yeah. it's we, like <laughs> kind uh, of. Yeah, they're beefing. Yeah, we, we, we don't really, we don't really like say anything to them, but they, you know, it's like. What's uh, the origin? Now you got to share the story. What's the origin of that? So we play the game and like <laughs> we make a bad play, and then they, they, you know, they just kind of go off on us, and unfortunately, it's like. We kind of just have to take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did we did make a bad play though. Yeah, I mean, no, it's like they're kind of right though. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, but I am still rooting for them. Yeah, you've been you've been showing nothing but respect for them all no, show. So I, I fucking deep. I love Waldzi. Waldzi yeah. like he's such a uh, good dude. He brought when he was going for his rank one grind. He like brought me with him. No way. Because I sick. I didn't really have that much passion for the game, but like he invited me every day to play, oh. so I just kept on playing, and like yeah. I got the fourth, and that was the the split I won early, and what kind of like really. Uh, put me on the map regionally, and that's like, sick. Yeah, like I made it the line at that point, and I think I have a lot to thank Waldzi for. 
So even that's like question then. How much do you think your grind like positively impacted your gameplay and like overall like mentality and everything? Because I think a lot of people there's a lot of pros that really don't play the game that much. Their mechanics zero. start zero to lag. Now with this TDM grind or no? Zero, zero he's still playing. He, playing he grinds TDM, bro. Yeah. Like they, they, every they single on. They don't if they don't scrim. Like he doesn't play ranked. He, he just grinds, grinds TDM yeah. with his team. It's he's always playing with his team. Crazy. So it's gonna help. But he does TDM fills just yeah. as much. Yeah. So your question is, how much does grinding the game actually impact your playing? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, I, I feel I, like, I've always asked you that question too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. impacts so much. You think it does? I think. Sorry. Oh yeah. I think like when you stop playing the game, it. Hurts your performance so much because I played my best in that uh, split where I grinded rank, you know, and then I stopped mm. playing the game. I've been like playing them for the last three splits, and my individual performance ha- is what is holding my team back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, I throw, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> nearly every single game we lose, it's my throw. Is it different? Is it different for you as an NK player versus a controller player, that you think? Or is it the same? Uh, like in terms of what? Sorry. In terms of like, do you need to grind the game more as an MK player to kind of keep sharp mechanically, or as controller, you have aim assist to help, and you can kind of get away with no, it? No, I think it's both it's because both. it's it's less about the mechanics and it's more about like your general awareness. You know, yeah, I'll do yeah. some like really really stupid stuff just because I don't play the game. And grinding TDM like, will help with your awareness in team fights and yeah, uh, yeah, everything. You know, it's like playing your life, like knowing yeah. how, like yeah. how much damage you'll take, like yeah. just being in that. Uh, almost like clutch situation knowing what to do it's like mm-hmm. when you play the when you don't play the game yep. in a contest like i don't know what i'm doing in a contest my teammates are 2v3 it's like i'm a non-factor <laughs> in a contest i don't i fuck up the drop four out of five times oh my i'm God, not even joking not that is like why so does he jump master that yeah. he's the best the thing is i'm so good at dropping yes. but at the same time i'm so bad at dropping. he's the best at stealing the car from any team at Lightning Rod, but I don't know what it is about landing at Stormcatcher. He just can't, can't land on Stormcatcher. It's hilarious. Alright, I never get you guys' answers. <laughs> One word, so we gotta move on to the next segment and wrap up the show. One word, Dark Horse team, who's gonna take it? Faze. Faze! Look at you guys showing mutual respect. Do you mean that or are you just saying that because of the whole, I'll, I'll say you if you say me thing? That's not your real answer. Uh, That's not your real answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me a real answer. Give me a real answer. Give the real uh, answer. Okay, real answer. <laughs> I, can, can, I, can I see the Faze list? Faze is definitely one of them. I'm gonna go with Doja. Dojo, that's a sick one. Thank you very much. Dojo's your pick, huh? Yeah, I think so. You think they can win the tournament, man? So, do as I, little experience as they have as a well, team. Well, design, design does have experience under his belt, yeah, and Timmy. Did, yeah. I mean, enemy does too. He went to land as yeah, well. I, they have. I love yeah. Timmy and enemy. Yeah. I meant as a team, though. The three of them playing as a team only like a month. I, I realistically, so. you know, coming first is. It's, it's first. Like, like, oh, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking uh, first to win the tournament. Yeah. Like Dark Horse to win. Like if there's one, it is. It is match point format. It is. You think Dojo can do it? I you're think stick, they could. Stick with it. I, yeah, I, I think. think I think if it gets into game nine, game ten, I yeah, feel like Dojo could there. definitely close it out. That's I crazy. Think if we're talking, that'd be like insane. LCQ game, team wins. Yeah, game six to like game eight. I feel like chances happen. of Dojo closing it out is that's very very low. Because yeah, believe it or not, there's a massive difference in skill when it comes to end games. Because it's like, hmm. DZ will win the majority of end games they get into. We will win like one in ten. Oh, like, interesting. And I'd say we're already like a much better team than yeah. most other teams at understanding how the game plays out in the end game. But like, there is a massive difference. That's a good point. TSM two is a very good end game yeah. team. We have, yeah. a second, we have a second place curse. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I had that too in my career. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, who you got? Who's your dark horse team? It's hard. It's really hard. It is. Obviously, no TSM, no Dark Zero. 
I'd say anyone else goes. I'd genuinely say FaZe. Yeah. Yeah. I was like kind of double thinking of like picking Dojo because like not even because you're here. <laughs> like FaZe, you got FaZe. Alright, I like that. I, Let's move on. I, do, I do believe in Phony. I'm, I'm a double back. I was gonna say, well. man, Phony... Phony's got a clutch factor to yeah. him. And he, like, I mean, I look at him winning the LCQ. Or it wasn't the LCQ. It was like the... It was the yeah, it was the final. Yes, regional yeah. final. Yes, four regional four or five games. Yeah. And then, like, just from the last land, the times that we clutched, or, or how many times that we've had to put a win together, or even the 19-point yeah, game that we just away. had, like... A lot of times where our backs against the wall. Like yeah. it reminds me of kind of like things I've Did you guys say match point, uh, match point at uh, last finals. Land? Yeah, we, did. And, then, point, we right? did. and then Phony fucking thrusted the car into a team and we just <laughs> oh. died. Like right <laughs> so after. You could have stolen that right one technically. Game. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. good. That's a good we, pick. We I think all right, let's move on to the last segment. We got to wrap up. Um, this is, we're trying to keep it semi short for YouTube and all the Spotify listen, listeners out there. Uh, last segment, we do it every show. It's just a, a fun way to, to give love or give. Any critique or criticism, uh, state of Apex. Any, anything, you, the floor is yours. 30 to thirty seconds to a minute. Anything you want to talk about in terms of like where the state of Apex is right now. You could talk meta, you could talk community, you could talk esports. Anything you want goes. I, th- I, think, the, I think the base game is going good. I, a lot of people were complaining about the rank changes. Uh, you know, I, I rank right at the start of the split, but you know, with college starting, I kind of toned it down and just focused on coaching in college. But when I did play, I, I really did like the state of ranked. I felt like it was... You know, obviously you're gonna have games where it's kind of empty, but the quality of the lobbies felt pretty pretty good. I mean, there's there's obviously a cheater problem. Yeah. But um, you know, besides like the cheater problem, I, I feel like the game's in a decent state. Besides the map stuff, the map choices were terrible. Yeah, this rank split is just yeah. ridiculous yeah. on what, the map what choices. they chose. Did not help. Yeah. Fair. Uh, so I mean, stay, like ranked is. I, don't know, I, I have not been able to get myself to play ranked in the last like three or four splits. That's it Frex. Frex is not. He's platinum right now. He uh, doesn't it, play. It, it has been like absolutely miserable for me. All I do is just play mixtape and I 1v1 people in the front range. <laughs> I, I think they need to first fix the cheater problem, especially like outside of NA. If you think it's bad in NA, it is four or five cheaters every game in every other server. It is bad, like bad, bad. You can't play the game, right? Uh, but I'm not really sure what's going on with the rank system because I don't play it. But they just need to bring back rank, uh, season 13 rank. Yeah, that was the best. There. I got a lot, I got a lot to comment on that honestly. Um, compared to last split, this ranked split is much better. Right. We have a boosting, a cheating, and oh crafting God, problem. We have a boosting, cheating, and crafting uh. problem in ranked. It feels incredibly neglected. It's dead silence on if any of this will be addressed. All they have to do is either, when crafters are in zone, disable crafters, or remove heat shields. It fixes the entire issue of people sitting in zone with heat shields, lifeline droning up, popping medkits, like, there's people getting under the map on a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of these games. It's like, are they even paying attention, is, is what I ask myself. But the quality of my ranked games, when they are happening, are much better. Like, they are much more improved. Yeah. Um, the overall state of comp, I think, is in one of the best states that we've yeah, had. I I mean, we have a, a huge variety of, of, of legends that are being played. Um, people are picking comps based off of where they land. With yeah. the, I think the so ring cool. comp, I think the ring changes were very well balanced overall for comp. I, I was a huge fan of that change. Makes it even across the board. Uh, so I, I think there's a lot of positives, but for the public casuals, there's a very obvious reason why the population is declining. 
Like, if the game is improving, but they're neglecting, like, the big issues. Like, no one wants to play a game where they're getting hacked on all the time. Yeah. Or, like, they're not winning games because someone's doing some cheating or people are yeah. six-man boosting on console. Like, whatever it is, like, those are those are huge core issues of the game that's going to deter the casual fan base from wanting to participate, which yeah. then deters people from watching comp, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's my biggest thing. Um, so... Sorry. One of the things I saw watching NA streamers was like NA ranked games were getting into the end game. There was yeah. like yeah. 13 squads yeah. ring three. That's not happening like anywhere else. Really? I okay. Yeah, like, I only know NA, so. Yeah, like my games are like, you know, seven squads round two and it's like cheaters so that's everywhere. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, bad, then. that's really bad. It, yeah. And it's like, you know, I play NA, but playing on 250 ping and rank is. It's like really miserable. Yeah, no, it's bad. The, the randomness of rank makes it even worse than 250 ping in comp because it's like you're not really playing perfectly to the fundamentals. So if you're out of position slightly, the 250 ping will get you killed. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. All interesting thoughts. Uh, only thing. Questions. Yeah, go for it. One final question for you two. If they were to add a new map to comp, which one do you think it would be? Like or or like, what would you like to see? Can it be a brand new map? Well, no, it's either no, it's either uh, King's Canyon, Olympus, or Broken Moon. I think a new map that comes out. Because I, I think we're at a point now where, like, we need to test. We haven't... I feel like we've been neglecting testing any of these maps. Like, we, yeah. when is the last time we tested Olympus? I think Olympus is a gorgeous yeah. map. That, that's like, not that I It's the choose. most beautiful map that we have. It's I think it's solid with the vehicles. Like, there's not very many... There's not as many balloons. Like, the POIs are relatively balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we haven't. I don't think it's gotten a fair shot at all to be tested. Yeah, yeah. I was um, gonna say Kings Canyon, but I know, like Kings there's, Canyon. There's cars on Olympus, and I think I want to be a car yeah. thief again. So. Yeah, mm, <laughs> that's very tempting. That's very tempting. I, I'm definitely going Olympus on that for sure. Yeah, I think Olympus for me. Fair. I, I would have I would have said Kings Canyon, but there are cars on Olympus. So I really, <laughs> I really Simply for the cars. Olympus. This guy really likes stealing cars in yeah, Apex Legends. If they got rid of the rails on Broken Moon. That's no, that's not enough POIs on Broken Moon. I, I wouldn't ever okay. say Broken Someone Moon. Someone in the chat like, Phase Driver is broken. Yeah, no. On that, Olympus. Yeah. That, that is broken. They'd have to like... I, I do like Broken yeah, Moon. That has to like disable the... Ra- yeah, rails, fixed, rails fixed in Broken Moon and maybe adding a POI or two. Like a couple... It's been a while since... I mean, Broken Moon came out a long time ago. They haven't added anything to it. They could sure. do a couple tweaks and make that map viable. Yeah. In my opinion. I like Broken Moon personally more than Olympus, but that's my check. I think my, my answer to that, though, is a brand new map that comes out hopefully soon. I mean, it's been a while since we've had a new map. So or a new legend. We haven't had a new map or a new legend in a long time. Yeah, it's true. Ballistic, though. Not that long ago. Two months ago, three months ago. No, Ballistic was. I mean, I, I, I would trade out them fixing, you know, the game. We only have the maybe, okay. Maybe you're not wrong. I think I think that's the Ballistic only new season. legend. It's only new legend. Yeah, that's right. Like that's they, right. They missed a whole all, season. All interesting stuff. Uh, only thing I'll end with: state of Apex. Uh, just to add to your guys' thoughts. Obviously, good to hear your thoughts on the state of the game. Uh, I'm going to double down on what you said around state of Apex competitively in esports. I think the, the gameplay is as healthy as it's ever been. The things that made all of us fall in love with Apex, the reason I gave up everything to, to cast and be involved in the Apex community is uh, because of how much fun this game is and how different it is as an eSport. And I think that's showing this weekend. The gameplay's been amazing to see. I think some of the quality of life fixes, uh, the add of match pause, which has been you know healthy to see to yeah. fix issues mid-game. Uh, I think the competitive team, the ALGS, uh, the ALGS competitive team, the Cop Ops team, are doing a really good job just listening to us. I'm excited for the year four announcement whenever that comes in a few months yeah. or whenever it is uh, to hear what's, what's around the corner. But we still got a championship to get through. This is only day one, everybody, of the ALGS championships after hours special live from Birmingham. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. Uh, obviously, tomorrow, all of these guys will be Jay chilling. Congratulations <laughs> on your well-deserved break. A lower bracket 
Eight-game series will be tomorrow, which means we're going to work to get uh, additional guests joining us. Big shout-out to the Black Hand Boys. We had to give love to them. Top two, great performance. Um, right behind Dark Zero, Strafing Flame, Voltic. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you, Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Show, follow these guys. Strafing Flame, IGL of his team, Voltic, Meme Lord on Twitter, my favorite Twitter follow <laughs> in the Apex community. you got to bring back those videos, man. I uh, know. It's been a minute. I it's been a minute. you got to bring back those videos. Meme videos? That, long story. <laughs> <laughs> he used to make meme videos. They were great. They were great. Shout out to these two. Shout out to the Black Hand organization. And good luck to this entire squad as they continue their run tomorrow. Uh, we might have Imperial Hal. We might have Nocturnal. We're in, in uh, talks with a few of those folks to bring on since a lot of people will be chilling. We'll keep you guys updated. Keep an eye on our socials at Apex After Hours. We'll announce our guests hopefully around midday. We'll do our absolute best. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. I'm Fallout. This is my co-host, Snipe Down. We'll catch you tomorrow for some more Apex After Hours action immediately following the ALGS Championship broadcast. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a good night and have a good day wherever you are, and see you tomorrow. Deuces. Gotcha.